Hello, listener. Do you like scary movies? What's your favorite scary movie? Well, Jay and Mike like scary movies, too. You should go and subscribe to their podcast. We watched a movie. Because if you don't, I'll gut you like a... Well, I think you get the idea. Enjoy yourselves while you still can. This episode is brought to you by the Slash and Cast Podcast Network. Learn more at slashandcast.net. Hey guys, welcome back to We Watch Movie. I'm Mike. I'm Jay. And we're live! We missed you, mom's house. Fuckers. Yeah, man. It feels like it's been a thousand years, but it's only been a week and a half. But it's too long. It's too long to be away from your naked bodies in the cold of the winter. Yes. We needed the warmth and we didn't get it. Mm-hmm. 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 But my activity has been taken up. I've been watching that Johnny Depp trial, which I'm sure everybody else has been too. I've I've kept up with a little bit. I watched like one day of it. When you I know the best way to do that, dude, is just watch the recaps. Yeah. Long yeah. Long. That would just give you the best parts. That's what I usually do. Dude, it's funny. Uh, <laughs> they showed a... <laughs> They played a recording of Johnny Depp talking to Amber Heard, and they were, and she was like making fun of him for being on Twenty One Jump Street. He's like, "Oh yeah, I would totally do that, Johnny. I'd be a heartthrob." And he's like, first off, bitch, nobody would invite you to be one." And then he was talking, and, and, and Johnny Depp's been in like multiple fucking big blockbuster movies. And then all you get here, Johnny Depp on the, he was making fun of her. He goes, "Aquaman." He's like, "That's all you guys." <laughs> he goes, "Aquaman." <laughs> yeah, man. I some of that stuff's hard to watch when she has like her friends on there. I'm like, okay, okay, yeah, dude, that was the auto yeah, or whatever. She had all those guys. They were all lying for and covering up for. Her. And one of the depositions, like two of the depositions, were from like 2019. And one of the guys that she got on there, that Josh Drew dude, was literally she made amends with him two months before she asked him to do a deposition. They hadn't talked in did. years, and then all of a sudden they've like, let's be buddy buddies, and you can like totally lie for me on the stand, okay? I'll suck your dick. Of course. Of course they did. That makes that makes all the sense. Yeah, sorry, yeah, dude, well, they also uh, the funniest thing was uh, his. They brought uh, Amber Heard's team brought in a uh, metadata analyst, uh, an expert witness to research hashtags on Twitter to showcase that because of uh, Johnny Depp's attorney Waldman uh, that he had leaked out stuff to the press and ruined her career and all these hashtags that come up and they hurt her chances of getting roles. And but they were like, they completely dismantled that guy. Like they're like, actually justice for Johnny Depp has been around since 2013. So that makes zero sense. And then they were like, and they're like, so you think that Amber turd do, they said Amber turd in, in court four times. They're like, do you, <laughs> the, when they did the cross on the expert witness, the lawyer for Johnny's like, you think Amber turd, you think that is because of Waldman? Do you think that's because of his lawyer that they came that's up great. with? Andrew? Did, did his, did Waldman, uh, Johnny Depp's attorney ever say Amber turd? When he gave up any interviews, and they were like, "No," it's like so people uh, just made up the hashtag Amber Turd, and that That's shit fantastic. got trending again. That's fantastic, yeah, dude. I, I think that, like, you know, I, I just don't. How do they not realize, like, hey, look, what is she going to do if she wins this? Which she clearly is not going to. I feel like mm, I if she so. wins this, she gets a hundred million dollars. So you're talking about a bunch of people who lived rent free in his penthouses, right? Fucking they lived loaders, off his dude. dimes. They're they're a bunch of let's do MDMA and live in Johnny's penthouse type yeah. of people. You know what I mean? Like, and the, these these Hollywood types or whatever. And you think they're they they they're morally above coming on stand and her being like, hey, if I win, I'll give you a piece of my winnings dude, to be like, thing. I saw yeah. this shit happen. Well, here's the interesting thing. She's had two live witnesses. Everything else has been depositions. And some of them were from three years ago. They won't come on stand. They're scared. They don't want to be under cross. 
So they won't yeah. come on stand. The other thing was, is her sister, Whitney, when she was on stand, dude, she's clearly lying. A lady that she lived with for a year has got text messages and other things to prove that Amber Heard's sister, Whitney, said that Amber was the one that clocked Johnny and nearly pushed her down the steps, and that's why she left. So she's going to be brought on stand next week to basically yeah. say that Whitney lied under oath, and she's got text messages and all sorts of shit where Whitney pretty much admitted that that's what happened. She said to, she said to this lady, Jennifer Howell, I think, that she was scared that Amber Heard was going to kill Johnny Depp because of the yeah. abuse had gotten so bad. Yeah. And I, I mean, I was, like, well, I was like, God, I, if, if, you, if you guys ever want to watch a comedy show, just go on Law and Crime Network and watch her performance on the stand. It's the worst acting I've ever fucking seen in my life. Yeah. Dude, they, she brought her, uh, uh, they brought Amber Heard's acting coach uh, in a deposition as one of her witnesses. And even she said that Amber Heard has a hard time crying when it's not real or like when she, <laughs> she said that, that she always worked with Amber Heard to try to get her to cry. And dude, yeah. the best part was the former agent for Amber Heard was on a uh, deposition last uh, yesterday. And she said, uh, uh, she, she was like, dude, she's so full of shit. She said, uh, Amber Heard was in the biggest movie of all time, Aquaman. And she said the biggest movie of all time, Aquaman was the biggest movie. Uh, fucking, I talked to fish was the biggest movie of all time. And the part they were like, nobody questioned it. They they were the like, yeah, well, she, 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 had, she was a starring role in that. I was like, she was in it for 25 minutes. And, and, and the, the, she even had to admit in the deposition that the reason why the Warner Brothers was looking to replace her had nothing to do with Johnny Depp. It was because the chemistry between Momo and her was not working. Yeah. So they were like, her. yeah, it's not working on screen. That bitch crazy as fuck. Her vagina yeah. smells like tuna, but that doesn't mean she needs to be in an ocean movie. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you, if you watched if you watched 20 minutes of the trial, I mean, like, it's it's pretty cut and dry, right? Like, she's on tape saying that she hit him. Yep. They have zero evidence of anything she's saying whatsoever other than no her medical record, apple assault, or nothing. auto, nothing. And no physical proof. No, no eyewitnesses evidence. either. And all this, all these recordings she has of him, and not one time, and and a single one of those recordings does he say that he's at fault or he hit her. Well, dude, what's I the funny thing is she said she thought he broke her nose. I was like, bitch, you would know if your nose is broke. Fuck, you don't think about it. And then just the fact that the, the and also by the way, the sexual assault allegations, no medical records at all, no medical records showing any type of physical violence to her face, none of that, no medical records showing any type of rape was done to her, nothing, zero. Yeah. He's got literally a fucking finger that was snipped off by her that was a, a fucking yeah. vodka bottle because he's trying to enjoy a few drinks like a man would okay like jack fucking torrance and then she got mad at him she's all crazy windy coming down the steps screaming at him and then two he's got I, he's got people showing yeah uh, yeah i saw his face his face was fucked up like multiple people she's got people oh i heard this or that or this but they were yeah. like did you see anything no but here and they're all her close friends and by the way the only one that said she saw him punch her was whitney and whitney's also going to get destroyed next week for perjury when they bring up jennifer howell to say she said that never happened yeah it's a hot i mess, mean the, right? what it really comes down to dude it was a complete freeloading fucking situation that was that's what makes me so fucking mad dude was the fact that johnny depp i know he's a nice guy and shit but you married a bitch and she's hot whatever you're having a good sex best sex of your life probably but then, then she's like i need to move all my friends in here into my into my fucking house and sure, like what are you sure. talking about bitch this ain't no fucking we're not mormons you know, I have like, I'm not going to marry all these people, but here's also the thing, dude, this one girl completely pointless. One of the witnesses that Amber Heard brought up in a deposition, again, all depositions, mm -hmm. all videotaped, none, no lives except for two of them. She comes in, Elizabeth something or Liz Gold or Liz, Liz Shaw. I don't know. And she's like, yeah, Johnny Depp came in and he was, he was scary. He was drunk and, and combative. And he said, get your bitch and get out. 
And actually what had happened was that girl had been living in his house for two weeks in their fucking closet and no one had told him about it. He came in and found out that they'd been, she was just there for the gravy train. And she was yeah. like, like living it up, drinking his wine, going out on his dollar. He didn't even know she was staying there, walked into his fucking house and saw some crazy bitch hiding in the closet like the grudge girl and was like, get your bitch out of my house. I don't know who she yeah. is. I'd well, be pissed yeah. too. Well, you're talking about someone who pledged a lot of money to donate to, to charity, Jay. She's a well, great that, woman. That she did. She pledged. Okay. And I pledged yeah. to pay my student loans back. So they're paid. <laughs> She's I like, uh, to me, pledge and donates the same thing. I'm she like, what's the fuck? I was like. I was like, bitch, you smoked yourself caught it. Like, <laughs> like, dude, she looked at the jury. Even the jury had to be like, nah, player, that ain't me. <laughs> like, you said you pledge, and, you said pledging and donating were the same thing. So, by the way, guys, yeah. so just remember that. Go to a car lot, go pick the best, coolest looking car you can yeah. find, a fucking Ferrari, and say, I pledge to pay $250,000 for that car so I can drive it off the lot. Thanks. Yeah. Well, they said, they said, uh, uh, she was like, well, then Johnny Subi. And she's like, uh, he handed her that note. And she was like, yeah, he sued you 13 months after you had the money. And you still didn't yeah. give it to the charities you so, promised it to. The last check she got was in February of 2018. Then she goes on to a Danish talk show in October of 2018 where the Danish talk show asks her about the charity money. She said, yeah, I've donated it. Ooh. I've donated it. I, it wasn't about the money. That's why I donated She's on tape saying that. Then – they were like, yeah, and by the way, Johnny Depp brought his lawsuit against you in January of 2019. So, yeah, you've had that money yeah. for 13 months. Yeah. And she's like, I pledged it, though. I did pledge well, it. I, I disagree it. with your with the way you worded that. Because she's, it's she said pledge it, my case. She's fucking crazy eyes of the jury. Pledge it. <laughs> Don't you see? Uh, the wider I make my eyes, the more I tell the truth. <laughs> I really mean this. Uh, speaking of poop, which she's full of Yorkie poop, uh, Mark Wren says, which hand does Loomis wipe with, left or right? Neither one. I use Michael's face. <laughs> that was perfect fucking answer. Eduardo Santiago, thank you, sir. Says, my dog stepped on a bee. I hurt my knee. One plus two is three. Mike and Jay like to pee. Yeah, dude. She did. Yeah, dude. That was the fun. Did you know that's what she said? She said how to, something about the abuse. And she's like, my dog stepped on a bee. Oh. <laughs> and then I heard it was you need to look it up. Yeah. And then I was trying you come up with like people on TikTok were coming up with rhymes like my dog stepped on a bee. And then they were like, I came up with it. I was like, I had to drive through a toll booth and pay a fee. Oh. <laughs> this is one time on a math test. I got a D. Oh. <laughs> Dude, yeah, she Dude. I'm telling you guys again, even if you're not interested in the trial, because I, I don't I don't, I don't blame you if you don't want to watch that shit. But just go and watch the clips of her on the stand trying to uh, lie and cry. It's the it, it's the I've do it's like uh, it's like that guy from uh, what, the room because I did not hit her. I did not. Oh hi Mark. It's the same type of acting. Oh hi Mark. Or, yeah, exactly the same guy. <laughs> yeah, she's not doing a good thing for her career. It's not. It's not going. It's never well. gonna. It's she's just... done, dude. Like there's. I, I'm telling you right now, she's going to, to, to Pornhub or OnlyFans. After this, that's hey. the only way she's going to make money. That's what you know what, Jay? That's what's best for everyone. I feel like that's what's I, best I mean, for I'm not I'm only going to pay um, the first month just to see and make fun I, of her. Hey, I'm going to pledge to pay for the OnlyFans. Will my wiener <laughs> be out in my hand? Maybe, it. but that's just because I'm going to talk <laughs> with it and say you're a whore. Dude, Jay Dia is not a whore. Jay Dia is somebody who comes in here with the back sometimes and throws it in our fucking faces. And it's not full of Amber Heard's poop. It's full of lovely amazingness. Thank you, Jay Dia. I really appreciate that, man. Thank you. It says, hey, big boys, showed uh -huh. your channel to a few friends today, and they are now part of the Wham Fam. Lighting one for you, sexy boys. Have a great shade. He's the hey, gift that you. keeps fucking giving. I love that dude. 
Now that's the kind of dude that I would ask to take a dump on my chest, and I would ask. I would. I wouldn't. I wouldn't know, but I would photograph him doing it to you. And By the way, uh, we, uh, just so you guys know, I don't know if it's yeah, it is okay. So it's in the title, so you guys know we're here for. We're definitely going to do a top ten zombie movie, but we're not going to mm-hmm. be just doing Romero. So it's just going to be a general zombie uh, list. But by the way, mm-hmm. just want you to know, guys, that just like always, it's our opinion, and it's just based on the movies that we enjoy watching. It's not any kind of actual collective like we really research that shit deep, uh, deep butt crack into Shield, like you know, like IMDb scores and Rotten Tomatoes. Because you know, how some people are like, this is not a true critics score. This is not a true critics list. I yeah. didn't do that. These yeah. are just movies that you like to watch and have fun with. That's all. It's just only 10 of them. So we they're going to make our minerals. lists with our dicks out. And there's nothing you can do to stop us except for suck them. <laughs> That's, <laughs> That's the only way to make you make wait us stop. Fucking, wait till that lollipop first. <laughs> it's the only way to make us quiet. You think we're being too loud? You're going to have to suck our dicks. <laughs> Yeah, that's it. <laughs> Andrew Garcia thanks man he says hey guys gotta ask thoughts on the walking dead and fear the walking dead I used to love the walking dead dude I think the first three three the maybe the yeah I don't know if it's the first three the first three seasons I think were really good I thought they were great I, I love that I remember when that was being advertised when the walking dead was being advertised I thought it was great uh and then what when they got to the governor storyline it started slowing way the fuck down and then it slowed down and that shit was moving at like pace like a snail speed and then i was like i lost all interest in it and fear the walking dead i think i watched one episode of it and i was like yeah i don't care i was already i, I think that the walking dead the comic is awesome and i think that the, what they should have done is they should have stuck with the kind of the the ramp up that they had the, the the energy they had in the first season but when they slowed down and they moved into a goddamn village and then it was like little house in the prairie and it was, it was 90210 and you know, sister Sarah got a thermometer stuck up her butt. And we don't know what's happening. Like, I don't know. It was just, it got to a point where I was like, I'm done. Yeah. I watched, I think, I think I watched the, I think I watched half the first season of walking dead and like, it yeah. was good. I liked it. And I just was just like, I never went back and was like, I never felt the need to watch it. I was like, this is some good stuff, but I think it lost its steam. Also, yeah. Yeah. You I know what? By the way, I was going to tell you, uh, speaking of, I'm glad you brought up the walking dead because I totally forgot about that. Dude, what did you think about Andrew Lincoln being Wolverine? I know he's 48 and, uh, Hugh Jackman's 54, but Andrew Lincoln, dude, that guy's British and he talks with a better, better Southern accent than fucking some Georgians. Like he's supposed to be from Georgia and he talks like the perfect, he looks like it too. He's all grizzled and shit. You know, I'm not one, being... I'm not one to shit on dreams or, or rub another man's rhubarb, but I just don't see it, man. I don't see it I at all with that Lincoln's guy. He's a wonderful actor, and I think that you're biased and racist. I don't like it. <laughs> he's your racist because he's white, huh? And he's <laughs> and you're prejudiced because he's British. Sure. You don't like I want Yeah, that's true. I've been waiting. Fucking, hey, it's time for a I black Wolverine. Say, God damn it. Well, the other guy that he's 50 years old is that guy that played in The Walking Dead, or not The Walking Dead, uh, Game of Thrones, Jamie. Jamie would have been a good Wolverine, but I, th- I think he's a little he's too, too tall. Old he's he's tall also tall. Yeah. Well, Hugh Jackman was like 6'2 or 6'3. Yeah, but I mean, I think Jamie's like noticeably tall. I don't know. I could be wrong about that, but I, I it's know. hard for me to even say like who should play Wolverine. I mean, someone has you to. Know you, you know it's going to be, though. Wolverine. We already know who it's going to be. It's going to be the guy you don't like. I don't First mind class. him. But what, what's his name? Uh, the guy that was from uh, King Arthur. Uh, it was uh, uh, Charlie Hunnam. Yeah, Charlie Hunnam. That's, that's uninspired to me. That's on the nose. I, just, like, I, that, I feel like that's those. who they're going to go with, though. It's either the guy no. or Tatum. No! Ah, Chain Tatum couldn't be Wolverine. He wants dude. to be Gambit, but that yeah. movie's falling through. Yeah, well, I want a lot of things in life, you know, but I'm not going to get them, am I? Mm. I'll well, shit in one really hand hard. and push in the other and see which one feels faster. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Riker, thank you, dude. He says, are you, yo, are you guys brothers or cousins? No. No. No, no. we are not. Uh, we're lovers sometimes, but, yeah. um, you know, just because it's Kentucky. Enough. 
<laughs> related. <laughs> Inky the alien is back. What's up, my friend? Says, hey, fellas. This week has been extremely stressful for me. I was sick in bed for two days, too. So I'm super happy you guys are streaming tonight. I hope you're both doing well. I'm sorry. Hey, you were thanks, sick. man. I was, it sucks that you were sick, but you know, just get back. Just get a little bit more sicker with this shitty ass uh, comedy show that we're going to bring you tonight. <laughs> we say yeah. comedy. I say just desperate middle aged men looking for attention that we don't get from our wives. I'm gonna change. Actually, you know what? I'm gonna change our YouTube bio to that. I think you nailed it on the head with that. Yeah, that's what a desperate middle-aged like. man looking for attention that's not received from our wives. That's exactly <laughs> that's, the lines that. Yeah, that should yeah. be a fucking bumper sticker, but it's too long. People would have wrecked and shit because they try to read it <laughs> or or relate to it. We could have gotten to heaven, and Jesus couldn't have said it better. <laughs> As yeah, he like, us in the the, then he would say, "Depart from me. I know you not, you pussies." Yeah. Now get the fuck out. <laughs> There's the a hell place. I hope you feel better, Inky. Everybody's fucking sick, man. Everybody's this the little kid next door has strep throat. Fucking everybody's been sick. So many doctors. I have allergies myself. Mm. <laughs> I'm just sick uh, of this world. <laughs> <laughs> everybody's just treating each other like crap. I'm just sick of these motherfucking snakes on this motherfucking airplane. Yeah. Oh shit. Michael Parton, thank you, dude. Says Amber Heard claims that James Wan cut all of her scenes in Aquaman 2. Amber Heard claims is a sentence that's yeah, been that's, said a lot. Yeah, that, um, that yeah, that's like Lucifer saying that I was telling the truth. <laughs> I was. I honestly really don't care if they cut all of her scenes or if she gets recast. I don't I care either. That, you know, yeah, fuck it. Yeah. Like she was never well, that, that great that, anyway. That's the thing. I I, they, I wish the jury would just go home and watch fucking Aquaman to see how terrible she was in that movie. It's not that she was terrible, but the thing is, nobody gave a fuck about who she was when they when I when that movie came out. I didn't know. I couldn't even remember who Amber Heard was. Like I was like, oh yeah, that cute uh, red hair girl. She was hot. But yeah. the reason why that movie sold so well was Jason Momoa made it sell and then he was the main guy in it everybody wanted to see him with the shirt off uh, not, uh but but you know and they was like you know that's why they liked him and amber heard as mira first off they overstated her importance to the role or the, the first they really overstated the fact that that movie was successful because of her give me a yeah. fucking break by the way the police officers that showed up at her house when that fucking nine that 911 call to report a dv happened they didn't know the fuck she was they were like, do you know Johnny yeah. Depp is like, yeah, we know Johnny Depp is, but we didn't know that was his apartment. It's like, did you know Amber Heard? It's like, no. Nah. Amber Depp have never heard of <laughs> you like, I don't know who she is. She's just a standard girl. But no, I mean, yeah, it's it's just really like they act like they could not replace her, which is absolutely garbage. Well, Michael, I did hear that they uh, apparently Warner Brothers and James Wan all unfollowed her on social media. So yeah, dude, because she's lying. She's lied and, and she's thrown everybody under the bus trying to act like they did this on purpose. By the way, yeah. um. They beat me with a fish. Joe, she did say she was like, actually, I was going to be introduced in Justice League 2 or Justice League. And then I was going to be an Aquaman because it was the Zack Snyder Justice League. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. And nobody cared if if the Zack Snyder Justice League had come out on schedule and that tragedy hadn't occurred in his life. And you were at the very end of the movie like you were supposed to be. Nobody would have given a shit that you were in that movie. You ever think like, about how weird it is that like Jason Momoa became a star like dude your your big role like your breaking on screen moment was literally raping everyone's favorite character in the hottest tv show like he had to oh, be yeah. doing that scene oh, thinking here goes my fucking career and like yeah who would have yeah, thought there was a lot of women coming out like, oh he could he could fucking have me that way i'm like that's a uh, hypocrite much that's probably not the way to respond to that <laughs> yeah like it's much? crazy the world's a weird place, all, man. He's he's you have bad. long hair. You have, you know, he's uh, Samoan and tattoos all over his body. You can do a lot of crazy shit. And also, if you look, you know, you're in shape. Yeah, that's true. You can get, you can do anything if you have abs. <laughs> that's true. Ben Carb. 
Those are the things you want to stay away from if you want abs, by the way. I love them. Night of the Living Dead, 1990 remake, super underrated. Oh, yes, dude, 100%. That, I, I dev, yeah, <laughs> we got a top 10 coming up. Yeah, I definitely think it belongs in, in, in a lot more people's mouths when they put the respect on the name of zombies. I think Tom Savini's Night of the Living Dead remake always gets overlooked just because it was a remake. I don't know why. It's, I mean, yeah, but it's, it's hard it, to... they did their thing with it. They didn't like they didn't. It's it's still true to the original movie of, of George Romero's, but it's got its own flavor, which I, I appreciate. Yeah. I have thoughts and I'll get to it when we get into our list. But it's yeah, it's, it's really not fair. Like imagine like if Psycho was actually really good. The remake with Vince Vaughn, if it was actually yeah. like really fucking good. Um, yeah, instead you know, of fucking uh, uh, power, what was it? Uh, no, Microsoft Word, copy and paste. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that shit was yeah. copy and paste, like, scene for scene. It's so weird that, that it's it's hard to to look <laughs> anybody in the face and be like, hey, I like the 1991 better, you know, because it just seems like sacrilege. But I don't yeah. know. Like I say, go with what go with God, go with God. By the way, I will and, say uh, something. You know what's interesting is I was watching uh, uh, Quentin Tarantino and. Um, what's the other guy who who did cabin in the woods or cabin fever who's the guy that directed cabin fever drew goddard no, no. Uh, eli roth eli roth so yeah quentin Daniel and eli roth were talking about and i had to funny agree I was having a sneeze they were talking about psycho 2 and how underrated it was and I'm like dude it really is they they were like it actually is an ex- extremely good movie and the fact that they twisted it on its head and psycho 2 was more like norman Bates was almost kind of the anti-hero he's kind of a good guy in psycho 2 versus a bad guy and, yeah. and 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 the, the weird thing is, he said he uh, Quentin said he got the chance to meet the director of Psycho Two, and he's like, "What? What's one thing that you want people to be able to remember about Psycho Two? Because he said when it came out, when it was announced, Psycho Two was coming out, everybody was against it. They're like, I'm not, I would never touch that shit. Uh, and yeah. he's like, and Quentin Tarantino was like, I also don't have a lot of res- I, not that he didn't have a lot of respect, but he goes, I really don't see the Hitchcockian thing. Everybody like really blows smoke up his ass. He's like, he was good, but they act like he was a god, and he's really not. But the guy, the director of Psycho 2 said, what I want, the main thing he wanted to do is like when years later, when people watch Psycho and Psycho 2, is that if they remember a scene, they don't know if it'll come from Psycho 1 or Psycho 2. I want them to be like complete to get like one chapter. Oh, that's so it's hard cool. to pick out the scenes. You're like, you just remember a scene and you're like, I don't know if that's from the original one or Psycho 2. Yeah. No, Psycho 2 is fun as fuck, dude. I really Psycho 3 has got a great a soundtrack, too. Yeah, it does. And Psycho, I mean, like Psycho Four is basically they kind of they kind of exorcisted it, right? Like they he went through his story, but it was was, a cool idea. That's an underrated franchise as a whole. I feel like Psycho is. I do. I do. I I really did like Psycho Two. I actually like Psycho Three. I remember we did a deep dive on all those movies, and I don't think anybody gave a shit. But we were like, God damn it, I want to talk about something else. Yeah, those good. Nat, where where the Nats coming from? It's a dead hooker under my desk. <laughs> Fucking asshole died. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, all right, I'm going to make a drink. And when I come back here, when I come back here, I'm going to, we'll start the list. I don't know what I was, I was going to turn this fucking bus around. But while I'm gone, Mark Hunt, dude, you kind of look like uh, Mark Hoppus in your picture. Like today, yeah. Mark Hoppus. Which is, it's a compliment. He's a handsome guy. Hey, guys, much love to you. Dawn of the Dead 2006 is the number one. Thanks Ooh. so much for the great content <clears throat> over the years. What's Loomis think of this heat? Right back. Thank you so much, Mark, for your five dollars. Uh, I'll use it for the down payment of Michael's next bail. I think this heat is a big bowl of bullshit. I've not seen more sweat on my brow since I saw Amber Heard take the stand and lie. It's stinky. Everyone gets a free dose of swamp ass, and it's nasty. That's it. I don't like the heat. Fuck it. Just like the great words of Beavis and Butthead. The sun sucks. End of story. Thank you so much. But yeah, 
that's what I think about it. And by the way, I think Mark, uh, I, 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 I'm not going to be that dude, but because you know how people are, it's 2004. <laughs> but Dawn of the Dead, the remake, uh, Zack Snyder, by the way, awesome fucking movie. I, I've never understood. I never understood the hate. I'm like, the, the, it's just so weird. People like fucking hated <clears throat> that movie when it came out. I remember in 2004 when that movie was when it came out there was hate surrounding it because he made the zombies run and they're like this is a disrespect to george romero's legacy i'm like what are you talking about shut up 28 weeks later did it first so if you're gonna be mad about anything well 28 weeks later wasn't a zombie you could suck your mother's dick (laughs) i'm gonna tell you right now tonight do not come after me with some that's not a zombie movie bullshit when we get on our list okay because zombies don't fucking exist they're not a real thing i realize that there's some tales and stuff some some weird shit that happened in geographical locations in the past some national geographic stories that i've actually said zombies don't exist did you not watch hayden christensen in episode two (laughs) (laughs) Uh, but yeah they don't exist so like you could say whatever you want to is a fucking zombie i mean technically in my opinion like it's not like we have a zombie to actually base on zombies don't run bitch zombies don't fucking exist so they can do whatever fiction or characters you want to do with them you know the only thing is well we're gonna make sure that i would classify zombies that we're talking about are the flesh eating variety not like the you know the serpent on the rainbow you know that was a zombie that's more the voodoo zombie or white zombie from the 40s or whatever where they bury a guy and then he comes back to life but he's a slave to the voodoo masters that's a totally that's like an automaton that's a yeah. that's a z i always like how i call if i say zombie like voodoo zombie i always think that should be with an i z o m b i like zombie as a, yeah. like a zombie. voodoo zombie girl <laughs> was such a zombie he bought me a fucking diamond from zells and it was huge <laughs> uh but and then zombie with an e should be flesh eaters but yeah anyway well but that's only yeah, that's the only sense. that would be the only thing if somebody like mentioned a movie that wasn't a zombie movie if it wasn't a flesh eater yeah yeah but everything else that. is fair game ben carp thank you stop he says different topic what do you guys think about halloween 78 and h81 being re-edited made into a three-hour long version including deleted scenes is that I happening love it no i don't think so oh, i was gonna say i didn't uh, hear about that but that, i sure haven't i'd be okay I, with that I took a poop. I mean, I just I've been pretty honest. For school, I had to sit through fucking, uh, and I like the movie. Don't get me wrong; it was a good movie. But I had to sit through Gone with the Wind, and that movie was like sixteen fucking hours of my life. Mm-hmm. So I'd sit through a fucking three-hour version of Halloween. I think it makes racist. sense. Well, yeah, I was. That movie's regular. What? No, not you. <laughs> no, I didn't know what you said. I thought you said I was racist because I didn't no. like. It. No, I, <laughs> no, I no. It was. I think Sound of Music is still a good movie, but no, or not Sound of Music. Uh, Gone with the Wind, but. Clark Cable is a handsome fucking guy. And, you know, frankly, Scarlet, I don't give a damn is exactly what Johnny Depp should have said to Amber Heard and smacked her across take, the face in a light slap Taco Bell. and walked away and got Mexican pizza because that's back on the menu now. But mm-hmm. I would, yeah, Halloween 78 and H81 being re-edited made one movie. Well, that's, I think that's, that makes sense because it was supposed to be one. It's the night after, or it's the same night. So, yeah. And I, I got ideas, Ben Carb. I feel like Jack Black, uh, when he's on cocaine in Orange County, is, I got these ideas, man. I'm like T-shirts, like fucking smiley faces on the shit. I would I, say, though, but I don't think it'd be fair not to have uh, – got to have John Carpenter doing it, though, to, to, well, to, I mean, re-ed- to re-edit it and remaster it. I guess. I mean, I, that'd be cool. That'd be rad as fuck if he did. But it doesn't seem like he wants to dabble in that. He probably like, don't you fucking touch my movie, you no. know? Uh, we're going to pay you, John. Okay, do whatever the fuck you want to. Well, you he know? might That's run out of cigarettes. His... Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, but – I know there's a there's so many things they could do to make money without right okay if they if they want to make money and do some cool shit between Halloween ends and whatever they do next to keep to keep the hardcore fans going and make money 
uh, and keep us happy, but also not oversaturate the general audience with Halloween movies. There's so many things. I have so many ideas for what they could do. I mean, there's the game, obviously, right? There's the video game. That's got to happen. I played Evil Dead, by the way. Quick review of that. I returned it after like two days, but not because it was bad. It's because I, I just, I don't, I can't do video games. I just can't do it. I just, I don't. It was a fine game. It was fun. I had a good time playing it. And I was just like, I'm never going to fuck take time to play this. But anyways, um, the video Sorry, game. I thought one of the hookers got out of the trunk. I hate it when that happens. Yeah. You got to, you got to, you got to double tap them on the head. Yeah, I should have done Um that make sure they're gone but you know uh there's a re-edit of halloween 4 i think they should deep fake that the mask in halloween 4 completely different movie that's a shit ton of money you could do uh re-release that in theaters you could re-release that in theaters you could deep fake halloween 5 re-release it in theaters you could do so much shit just to make money in the interim i think also if you look at alan mcelroy like someone like that he was very passionate about halloween 4 and what he worked on that guy's great that guy was a great uh, guest that yeah. we had on too but you got to have people with passion to do it like if you look at rocky 4 and i still haven't seen the re-edited uh remastered version yet i know i should i gotta go watch that it's but fucking awesome that, but he i just don't like the, the happy birthday polly i know it's dumb the robot but i just i, did, I like that scene but mm-hmm. and i know they edited it out but rock uh sylvester stallone was passionate about going back and re-editing and putting it together a new uh, film and I don't know yeah. if you're really going to have anybody in the Halloween side other than uh, Jason Blum and David Turek to do that would be interested in doing that. I mean, while I would like John Carpenter, yeah, you're right. He probably would never be interested in doing it. He doesn't want to go back to his work. And be like, I'm not going to fuck with my original and put it together with another movie that I didn't do anything with. I didn't even want to do that second fucking movie. I mean, he only wrote it, but still, <laughs> he didn't even want to do it then back when he was making movies and shit. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, hey, Tyler Rumfeld, thank you, buddy. Appreciate that, man. He said, won a thousand bucks on the slots mm. today, boys. Woo! Fuck yeah, I Tyler. Like Couldn't have happened to like a nicer it. guy, man. Only put 20 bucks in. Nice. Damn, man. As for the zombie movie, Return of the Living Dead is my favorite. It's fucking amazing movie. It's a really good but movie. 28 Days Later was the way more realistic and plausible zombie movie ever. Love you guys. Love you too, man. Hey, Tyler, congratulations. And that's how you do it. You took that $20 and instead of putting it down the G-string of a stripper's ass, you said, don't fuck that. I'm going to get $1,000 and put all of that down a stripper's asshole. Exactly. But no, the old you know double tap. I do agree with you, though, Tyler. Uh, yeah, yeah, I would say 28 weeks later, and we're, we're going to talk about that too, but 28 weeks later does have more of a like a realistic approach if that should happen. It's scary, like a scary kind of more of a scary approach, like a like a grounded version of a zombie invasion. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I, I, I fucking, we'll get it to it on the list because, spoiler yeah. alert, <laughs> there's some of that going on in there. But thank you, man. Really appreciate it. And congrats on the fucking slots win. Uh, Haha Jackson says, Idle Hands. I, are dude, the, I'm are down the Devil's for- Playgrounds. <laughs> i'm down for fucking whatever to me if you want if, if you want to say the avengers is a goddamn zombie movie because loki fucked up hawkeye just because they didn't have anything to do with him in the plot for 20 minutes i'm in man it's your fucking list you make it that's what we did here we just made our t- top 10 favorite zombie movies well know? my criteria well my criteria is if you're gonna make a zombie movie like i said i just think they have to be flesh eaters like if you're gonna make a zombie i don't know i i didn't really work yeah i guess that in idle hands to they me they just have to have come back from the dead well, yeah, so we but then different... I would put my boyfriends back, and that I like that movie, but that movie, <laughs> that's not, I don't know. And Warm Bodies, well, they did eat people in that movie. Yeah, they were zombies. They were full-on zombies in that. Yeah. Like, to yeah, and I guess I guess that that's to tell you something going into our list. 
Jay's is they have to be flesh eaters. My only personal rule, and you, you can have whatever rule you want. Like, we're not taking these lists and putting them in the Smithsonian as, like, the official top ten zombie movies. It's just our favorite zombie movies. I so might. To, <clears throat> to, to, to me, yeah, we'll send it in. We'll see. We'll, <laughs> see hey, I limited Bro, I laminated it. Fucking put it on yeah, the wall. Duh, What's going on? Idiot. That you see, I signed money. my name. I signed yeah. my name. I paid 10 cents for that at the fucking library. You validate parking? <laughs> we get us. <laughs> but uh, it's just limited, dude. It's fancy. It's like a dinner menu. Uh, but <laughs> mine is my only zombie rules. I think they have to die and come back. Like, I think if, if something dies and Isn't comes that a back vampire? and is evil. Um, <laughs> fuck you. Shut up. Dude, that could be zombies, too. Yeah, maybe. You so... open up Pandora's box and now you got to deal with it, mister. Yeah. So, yeah. So, no, yeah. You know what? Yeah. Just pick you. It doesn't matter. Fuck it. it you know, I, I like it, it's just for fun. Who gives a shit? Dan Greenzone, that was a terrible Matt Damon movie. Actually, I never saw it. Uh, says, here's $2 you boys share. Now you're here. Now go on and play. <laughs> right. I'm going to take the dollar fifty. It's my due. That's what our parents used to do. Is, now take this fucking go on. Get out of here. No? Go on um, now. Get. I'm playing cards with the company. <laughs> Dude, that's exactly what I was going to fucking say. I'm trying to play fucking gin rummy. Uh, we're playing. No, they always say, mom and dad used to play hearts. <laughs> they play, oh, we're playing yeah. hearts. And mom would be like, I don't gamble now. I'm just partners with somebody that gambles, but I don't gamble because that's against Jesus. I'm like, Mom, <laughs> you take the winnings, though. You don't gamble, and you let someone else gamble for you, but you say you don't gamble. That's a technicality that I don't know if Jesus is going to be like, yeah, but technically, <laughs> you know technically what? I didn't drink and drive. I just gave them the alcohol while they were driving. I didn't know there was alcohol in that beer, sir. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that was non-alcoholic. I'm recovering. <laughs> they slipped me the fucking bullshit. I could get addicted. Uh, ah, Jackson, thanks, buddy. He says, never forget Amber Heard starred in the movie that ended John Carpenter's career, The Ward. You know what's oh, weird about yeah, that is The Ward's that. actually, it's actually a pretty good fucking movie, too. I haven't so, seen it. No, I, I did forgot see it. That was, I, no, I forgot. Yeah, it, I didn't like it. I liked it a lot. But, like, you know, it was, I thought it was a good old time, good old You know what time. she was into? I forgot she was in Zombieland. She was the hot neighbor that turns on Jesse Eisenberg. And that makes sense. That makes yeah. sense. That's what uh, she did to Johnny Depp. She was the hot neighbor that turned on him and tried to eat his dick off. Oh, so she's a method actor. Yeah, that's what she is. Uh, she's real. She's real for her role. Deviant, Deviant Dylon. I don't know if that's your real name, but I hope it is. It's oh, fucking awesome. You donated six six six. I throw it back at your face, devil. Get thee behind me. A pox on your house. Hey, did you just tell him to get behind you? Get thee behind me. That's what. <laughs> that's what Jesus said to the Satan in the desert. Get thee behind me, Satan. <laughs> what? What about- Thou will not hit me. <laughs> he didn't do that to his butt or anything. <laughs> He's like, I, 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 I'm not doing that because now we're going to hell for a while. Um, for, <laughs> first time I'm catching this live. Love the channel. I've dedicated my entire right arm to only zombie tattoos. Oh, sweet. And that's dope, dude. I like that idea. Sweet. The guy the guy that did the my Superman tattoo was like, dude, you know what you should do? And I was like, finish this fucking tattoo. I've been here for seven hours. You've taken 12 You should breaks. buy more expensive tattoos. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was like, that's why what he said, uh, dude. He was taking so long. I was like, dude, how much is this going to cost? Because like we're running up the fucking. Uh, so I'd here. be afraid. Yeah. Um, it, he was he was good to me on that, but he was like, dude, you should you should do this entire arm in nothing but comic book tragedies. And I was oh like, that's God. actually a dope fucking idea, though. It sounds like, great. Batman holding Robin. I was like, but I don't want my whole personality of this arm to just be comic books. Like, I, there's other things about me. All right, I'm a like, fucking hey, complicated man. I was like, excuse me, tattoo oh. artist. Is it the tragedy my bank account if if I pursue, <laughs> if I proceed with what you've offered? I'm gonna oh, take shit. that under advisement and say fuck off. But yeah, yeah. I, no, it would be cool. Yeah, if you had the money, I'm sure. But a sleeve. I mean, what do you, goddamn uh, Adam Levine? 
<laughs> well, that's his promise. He puts it all over himself like a fucking Chipotle. But he's bag, got the body you know? for it. Like he's got that kind of body, that incubus body. Hey, what are you saying? Singer. I don't. Whatever I don't. tomorrow brings, I've got tattoos <laughs> on my nipples and on my back. Hey guys, this is Mark Wahlberg, and I just wanted to take a second to talk to you about we watched a movie. They got a really good Patreon going on over there. They'll do videos for you based on any of their characters. They'll do commentaries for you. They'll do movie reviews for you. They got behind the scenes videos. You got 20% off of all their merch. They'll even make you your own video store card like Blockbuster back in the day. They got commentaries just sitting there waiting to be fucked by your movie ears. I'll put the link below. We gotta outrun the wind. Two. <laughs> someone, said, someone said the other day, they're like, you know, Incubus was good and all, but he's like, they were they they were going to be a hit band no matter what because as soon as that t- dude took his shirt off yeah, everybody he was, was all, like he was all grungy you. and gothy and good looking guy yeah. one of the first concerts I ever went to by the way. I'm not jealous of it or whatever yeah. but whatever I smoked some guy's pipe and my friends were like dude that could have been crack I'm like I don't know I mean I didn't concert like, at like, sixteen you, you said that live dude because like dude someone could take that out of context I smoked some dude's pipe at a concert I did not feel good afterwards <laughs> That's basketball true. diaries part two Leave that would be the true story. <laughs> I was in there smoking his pipe on the fucking urinal just to get a hit of smack, man. Yeah, that's why you got to sign up for the Patreon streams to hear to find out that it was actually a. Hey, by the way, Basketball Dies is a really good movie. You need to watch that. I watched. There's there. I think there's like several movies where Leonardo DiCaprio blew a dude in a car. Well, that's Am just, I, I wrong? Mean, I don't about care that? what he likes to. He, well, you know, you mentioned method like, acting. That's true. So I hope he had a good he's time. Just, he's just in the Hollywood. You got to get up in that business somehow. Mm-hmm. Uh, Paige Almer. Hey, Paige. Hey, thank you. Says, what's up? Long time no see. <laughs> the music's in the heart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks, Paige. Hey, Appreciate it. has been a while. That. It has been a while. I look forward to drinking a beer with you at the Patreon stream this month. It shall be a great time of which our cousins will come over and have wine. The Jager Bomb, thank you, sir, says, today is two years of me being Wham Fam. Cheers, fellas. Thank you for getting me back hey, in the war. Cheers. Hey, thank you. Cheers to the two years of the Jager Bomb, dears, and... We're all queers. Didn't. Don't like steers. Stop by sometime for some beers. <laughs> don't have no fear. <laughs> oh, fuck. Dante Trowell. Thank you, sir. Says, hey, fellas, can I get a... I say goddamn for Mike. I said goddamn. Thanks, man. Hey, it's been a hey, while Dante. since I've done that. I'll give you two. Dante I said Tra- goddamn. That was, that was off. I, was, I should have stuck with the first one, but... Dante's got a great I love his profile pic he looks like he's only politely smiling but someone surprised him at a birthday party that he did not want because he's like because it looks like you got a candle or something and you're like I'm only doing this because I'm gonna beat your fucking ass I said no birthday parties bitch (laughs) did you told the fucking waitress at Applebee's it was my birthday god damn it thanks man uh Dan Green Zone Matt Damon says okay now I must clarify my name is Danger Zone but since my name is Dan it's Danger Zone I love you SLBs (laughs) you know what I picture when you do that you know those memes of the guy talking to the hot girl in the club and he's like up in her ear and she's like I get a picture of you doing that to a girl. I'm like, no, you don't understand. It's Danger Zone. But since my name is Dan. <laughs> uh, I, fucking love I like it, it man. Dan it's actually really zone. cool. It's he a badass. The need for speed. I like it way better than Green Zone. Now it's just a really cool fucking name. Hey, have you heard, by the way, that Top Gun is apparently the greatest movie that's ever lived? Top Gun Yeah, too? speaking of Top Gun, uh, I also heard something that was really cool about Val Kilmer. Um, Sononic or Sonica, I don't remember the, the name of the company. They actually took samples of his voice and recreated his voice. Because you know he had throat cancer, but now he can use a yeah. desktop application to where he can actually use his real voice 
and you can hear him again. And I don't know if they use that in the movie, but it was actually really sweet. Uh, I saw it on YouTube and uh, it was really cool to hear. I mean, it's his voice and he's able to talk with his actual voice that he had. And they sampled all of his movies. They put it into a computer and it spits out, uh, you know, the words that he wants. So I don't know if they, awesome. yeah. So I don't know because he was like, you know, uh, I think he said that, you know, I know, uh, you know, people have a hard time understanding me, but I've never felt better in my life. So this, this new thing that Sonica is providing him is allowing me to give something that the world thought I could never give them again, which is the sound of his actual voice. It's fucking that's, cool, man. That's fucking dope as shit, man. And he deserves that. That that's that's the coolest thing I've heard all goddamn day. I love it, man. That's awesome. I'm actually really excited to see that movie, and I actually I do love your name, Danger Zone. I that come, that, that comes out toward zone. the end of this month. Yeah, I think it's like in two weeks or whatever. So, nah. all right, all right, come on now, come on now. I'm gonna tag you in. Why are you trying? You sound like Man, Dusty yeah. Rhodes. I come tell on. you what, I tell you what, I'm gonna tag you in because come I'm on, the real yeah. American dream. Oh yeah, Elbow. oh yeah. Are we start by the way, what? Oh yeah, we gotta start from okay. ten. Gotta add some fucking anticipation. Mm-hmm. You know, that's why you always surprise yeah, yeah. your lover and put your finger in their butt first. Mm-hmm. Rub it around. That's how tank. you start it. Yeah, no kissing or anything. Mm-hmm. Just boop. Hey, my fingers in your butt. That surprised you, and now you don't know what's going to happen. It's called raising the stakes, folks. Yeah, Get and then you're it. gonna you're gonna make them. You're gonna like put it in their mouth. Be like, that's your butthole. That's so that's so kinky. <laughs> taste, he put his finger something. in my mouth after he stuck it in my butthole, and the only thing I thought of was kinky. I what? I love you. I love you so much. I just, I just, I want you to know what's so great about your body. Taste it. Michael Parton says, "What type of anime do you guys like? Anime from the '80s and '90s? I, I, I don't. I can't. I can't do anime, man. I've never I, been able I, to. I know there's some really cool anime out there, and I've, I've either <clears throat> not been recommended the right anime to start on, or I've just, uh, I don't know. I've, I never. I, I don't. I don't know. I've never watched it. I've, I, I think the closest I've ever watched was Digimon." <laughs> And I know that's not answering your question, but I did like Digimon when I was in school. Maybe that's not even an anime, but I've never really watched anime. Yeah, I've I've tried to a couple times, and I think it's awesome. Like I think the people who are into it are really cool people, and they're always it's always like the more interesting type of people I find that are, they're into it. But yeah, I just never done it for me, you know. But I don't like you know I, I can't get into a lot of shit that other people can. I wish I could. Probably good that I don't because I have to. I have, I don't have a lot of spare time. You know what I mean? Like I'm already such a nerd about shit that if I try to add another fucking hobby to it, I would just never leave the house um Pornhub is free you know uh page over thank you says val and tom got a standing o at ken's i heard cons. about that how do you say it cons canes canes cons canes cons and we will go to houston <laughs> and we will rule finally cons. rule at, Cannes. and we will go to canes and houston cons they uh it's glad canes. they said glad they made the hollywood magic help val vocally yeah that's dope yeah, yeah that was that. amazing yeah and, and it was cry. cool it was, well tom cruise actually came in i think with the director in a fucking fighter jet and landed at canes because you know of course he did he's like well i got all this extra money from ripping people off at scientology i was like why not <laughs> no, I'm i don't want to get into a scientology debate here because no they're wacko we're, gonna, we're gonna find out tom cruise is the fucking antichrist and on meth you know he doesn't like, age at some point <clears throat> yeah he doesn't he's age. Just, he's a great man uh, not like religiously, but like movie wise. I mean, come on, fucking amazing, dude hangs man. off airplanes. God damn it. Um, that guy's in desperate need of attention. No. Um, all right. So let's do it, man. Let's go through mm-hmm. our fucking top 10 list here. Uh, so the top me. 10 zombie movies of all time, according to Mike and Jay from the shitty 
we watched a movie channel that we all know and love and understand mediocre at its best. Here we go. Yeah, but first, Stacey James says, which classic monster y'all think would work best in today's world movie-wise? Amber Heard. <laughs> uh, classic monster. Classic, classic gold-digging monster. bit. <laughs> oh, I, uh, you know, I think they could do something. I think they could do, I know it's a fucking uh, hateful term, but like, I think they could do a really good elevated horror movie with Frankenstein. I'm just going to throw that out there. That would actually be really cool. I was actually going to say Frankenstein. I actually wasn't going to go with like elevate. I, I feel like they could do the more misunderstood monster and, and play with people's emotions really well. Like, I feel like the best, and I know it's not the best, but one of the best representations of that is in Monster Squad when the guy Frankenstein was like, be good, the Phoebe thing. I cried with that. I, I always yeah. thought that was, they did a perfect job of him being scary and like uh, intimidating, but also soft and like like a childlike approach to the world i feel like they yeah. can fuck with people's emotions and that but i think honestly god i would love to see them bring back the old universal wolfman and make him fucking scary wolfman uh-huh. himself i think wolfman they've would attempted really... to do that just so many times they've done like, it so many different... times and they, it's always it's just they play around they play you play games by the way i got something you listen to this dude the invisible man johnny depp was up for that role and hey, careful don't show us your fucking list dude <laughs> i'm kidding I, I, but they yeah. call me cuban bits I like the I'm a little rocking bit. bit uh but no um no but uh yeah johnny depp was going to be in the invisible man and then they that, they they changed the antagonist you know, to the woman oh man that would have been fucking but he was awesome. going to be he wanted to be uh and then you know the amber thing happened and i think that's why he lost on the role but johnny depp apparently was going to be he wanted to be the invisible man Damn, that's crazy. That's that that, that would have been pretty cool to see. Yeah. I do, I do just want to point out here really quick that Aaron Jones is just randomly like, I hear you talk to fish. God, I'm glad <laughs> that was cut out of the fucking trailer. <laughs> I hear you talk to fish. You know what? I uh, I'm just don't ever do this. But if you got if you're going down on on a girl, <laughs> you're like, I hear you talk to fish. <laughs> you're oh, talking God. to a clam chowder. <laughs> What's the password? New England clam chowder. Um, all right, dude, you start. Ten, number 10. 10. All right, all right so yeah, I, I, again, this is a uh, tops on. These are the toppest of top honors. These are already in the top 10. So we're not going to like a usual top 25 or top 37. So they're on the top 10. So these are, so I'm just only, I'm only saying this because I know that you guys are going to get mad at me for putting this, but you would consider low, but again, it's in the top 10 of all time. Uh, Dawn of the Dead 2004, the remake of Dawn of the Dead, is going to slide in there at number 10 with a wet dick and say, what's up? Uh, <laughs> I think, uh, I, look, again, Such we talked briefly about it. Yeah, I know. With your brush. I know. I was thinking about Teddy <laughs> from last night. Uh, but, I, I, you know, the thing is, I, I, we already talked about it briefly earlier uh, before we got the show on the road here uh, in the top 10. But Dawn of the Dead, I think, is incredibly underrated. Mike and I have always said that. It's a Zack Snyder classic, I think. I think what he did uh, was he took things about Dawn of the Dead that worked in the original one and he just upped it and and he made it a little bit more accessible for the generation of 2004 to to uh, ingest. He had to make it a little he added the music in. The only, the only thing I was always like, why did they do that for? I feel like it was dumb was it, with the disturbing get down with the sickness. They slowed it down and they were like, get down with it. They made it like a fucking stupid, slow acoustic. Yeah, you know, remember you remember cheese. that? Yeah, it was dumb. I was like, you got the the the, the 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 regular disturbed song, Get Down with the Sickness, was perfect. Like they could have just kept it the way that it was, but it was really fun and cool. And I thought that I love Ving Rames in that. It's like, fuck y'all. Either yeah. them or me. I think and he that, was a great, awesome uh supporting ca- character in it. And 
Overall, dude, the, the, the fact that he took the Ramiro zombies and made them run made them fucking scary. I'm sorry. I'm all for slow-moving hordes of zombies, and of course they're scary. I mean, I understand why. Impending doom, you, there's nowhere to go, and these things are just slowly moving on it because you have more time to think. Like, holy shit, this is it. Yeah. Versus a running zombie. But still, running zombies are scary, man. I mean, I don't know. They're running monsters, and you can't get away. I'm a thousand percent with you on that, dude. I think like going back and I rewatched some of these zombie movies this week and I couldn't help but think watching some of the classic ones. Like I feel like running zombies changed the game so much that yeah. it actually, and I'll get shit for this. That's fine. Whatever. I'm just, I'm just here to, to be me. I think running zombies actually made the older zombie movies less fucking scary. Cause like you're watching people run through hordes of zombies, especially in the Dawn of the dead the original Dawn of the dead. Mm. They're just like toying with them and fucking with them, especially when Savini and the biker can goes in there and they're just like fucking with people. Yeah. I'm like, man, you wouldn't be fucking you wouldn't be tricking these goddamn uh, Zack Snyder zombies like that. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it makes it scarier. It makes it a harder fucking challenge, you know? Plus, but, it also it also falls in that early 2000 block of horror movies that were just like really unique and awesome. Like they had like yeah. an act. It was very the early 2000. And we talked about this before. The early 2000 horror movies had a very uh, much uh, MTV culture to them i don't know they were just like a lot of action oriented type of horror movies with like some cool ass soundtracks in the background it was just it was a very unique time in horror because you didn't you know dawn of the dead came out uh, house of wax uh you know shit like that i don't know i just felt like it was a very unique time yeah Uh, 13 ghosts uh house on haunted hill yeah, that was All a great the- time to be alive, dude. I'm glad that we actually got to be adults and live through those movies. Yeah, that was fun, bit. man. Yeah. Uh, my number top 10, I struggled on a lot um, because it's the one that it's, it's it's one's hard and 10's hard. And I'm hard from 1 to 10 mm. p.m. But um, what, what were we talking about? During 10. Z- zombie movies? Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, I struggled back and forth with this one um, and another one. I'm going Romero's Day of the Dead. Oh, uh, dude, you piece of 10. shit. What? <clears throat> I, I Look, I, I 10's a great, like, we're talking top 10 all the time here. No, I'm right? kidding. Yeah, it's, 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 it's a top 10 movie. It's slow. It's talky. But it's the third movie in the Romero slate of zombie films, mm-hmm. right? And it just had so much to say. Like, I feel like Romero s- stepped into, accidentally stepped into this whole political commentary he did with the original Night of Living Dead. And it was such a game changer that he... On purpose, when he did Dawn, he did it. And then with Day of the Dead, he really got into it. Like, they got philosophical and shit with this. It was wild. You had that fucking asshole goddamn army dude. The actors, all the actors were stage actors, so they're all overacting. I thought they were were great, but yeah. No, I'm not going to say much on it, but I I, I get what you're saying, your criticisms, though. Yeah, no, no. I actually I like that they overacted. I thought it, I thought it made the uh, I thought it made all the talking in that movie actually really interesting and fun to watch. And yeah. I, you know, I thought it was fucking great. And then the it's had some of the greatest practical effects of all time, dude. Like some of those zombie kills in that movie were holy. Well, the, the dude that uh, that um, that gets his head ripped off and his mouth is still moving, or, or I think and his his scream. I think it won. You know, back in that day, like it, they had like the best. Uh, you know scream kill or something it won yeah tom savini fucking murdered it on on the special effects on that the practical effects and actually it set the standard for the 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 way he mixed the blood in that particular movie in 1985 is how you see blood today because up to that point blood had always looked like pinkish and shit it it never looked real tom savini had a new different type of way of mixing it to make it look more realistic yeah it was a lot more the effects on that shit was fucking awesome 
Yeah, they had a lot more at their disposal to go with. And I just, mm-hmm. I love the idea of the movie. Like, it's not always the most entertaining for sure, but yeah. like, I just, I love the idea of the movie. And I just, I, I, I just think it's different. Like, it's a really cool place to go from Dawn of the Dead, the original one, into this one. I just thought it was awesome. And I love the Caribbean music that was going on the entire time. Yeah, I felt I like I was cool. watching uh, Commando, you know? Yeah. That, that like jingly music that was well, going on. When they, but... were out the, when they were out in the trailer park area where, where they had the fake ass grass, it looked like a commercial to come join them at the Caribbean. I was like, yeah, I'd go. I mean, even if it's just fake grass and hanging out in trailer parks remote, or, you know, mobile homes, <laughs> it seems fun. Everybody's yeah. just like pretending it's all good. I don't know. I liked it. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, my number nine oh yeah i Give think we do a couple because i'm gonna go smoke soon i mean i mean okay. go use the bathroom but yeah you don't uh number nine is gonna be uh zombie land with uh woody harrelson and uh jesse eisenberg aka lex luther aka i stole your facebook account um what can you say about it i mean dude it was great it was like a video game come to life on the screen i mean the way that they sh- they set the shots up the way like you know rule number two and it would drop down on the screen and the way it looked the, you know, Bill Murray being in it for a minute for a cameo and doing the Ghostbusters reenactment. It was all they they were able to handle the uh, balance of the horror aspect of it, but put more attention on the comedy aspect of it and make it very much a uh, video game come to life in much the same way as uh, uh, what was that movie? Something, something saves the galaxy. Um, uh, it wasn't Jesse. Uh, who, the guy, the kid that played. In uh, in uh, super bad. Yeah. Oh uh, no. Um. Oh my God. What the? F- it's got uh, Chris Evans. Yeah. It's got every. It's got um, everybody in the sun in it. Zach Pilgrim saves the world. Zach Pilgrim. It's got. It was very much Zach Pilgrim saves the world or whatever it's called meets zombies, and that's what you had in this movie. And I, I, I loved it, dude. It was very unique. It was very different. Woody Harrelson's a, a golden treasure that should always like have women flocking to him and have his butt feathered constantly to cool it off from all the shit that he has from twinkies but yes it was uh, incredible Did i say scott pilgrim is that what i said scott pilgrim saves the world scott pilgrim okay. saves the world yes the chat was saying scott pilgrim and i was like i felt like i said something different you said, i think you said zach pilgrim i i went zach along pilgrim. with you but i was like <laughs> maybe zach pilgrim is going to be in the sequel but scott pilgrim saves the world yeah zombie land was a comic movie come to life and, and it was great yeah yeah i don't know there's not much said, scott pilgrim it. guys oh <laughs> i promise you you might think that you would never fuck up like, I just did this with this Halloween video I put out. Uh, I said something that was actually in the movie, and there's like a thousand people, like, you know, and I, was like, oh, yeah. I promise you, if you try to do this, you get on a stream for three fucking hours, and I'm not, I'm not, I'm not yelling at you, bro. I'm you just sound like, you sound like an general. angry, disgruntled. No, no, boy. no. I realize it sounded like that. I'm not. I'm, I'm, I'm laughing You're fired. about it. But I would think the same thing if I was just watching two guys, two mm-hmm. fucking assholes on a screen. And if they fucked up a movie, I'd be like, oh, my God, Jesus Christ. What a, These guys don't even watch movies. But I promise you, you get in that situation. You ever been to trivia night and you're like, oh, I fucking know. Like, it's the most obvious goddamn answer. And for some reason, because I need to right now, I can't put it to the front of my fucking brain. I'm telling you, you guys have no idea how easy it is to fuck up. Uh, it so happens. Don't get frustrated. I but look, you know what? We, we corrected Love ourselves and we moved on past it. It was Scott Pilgrim <laughs> Saves the World. Um, yeah, so it was. Uh, I, I was actually confused about the Save the World part for a second. but I thought, okay, I thought so, it was Save the Galaxy. So we actually both got it wrong. He, he said Zach Pilgrim and I said yeah. Saves the Galaxy. That sounds like oh, the sequel. I Zach Pilgrim up. Saves the Galaxy. <laughs> thousand times. Yeah, it's, it's, it's way harder than you think to, to get your, your, your ducks in a row. Uh, but anyways, so... Zombieland did not. I'm just going to put it out there right now. I saw somebody giving you shit. They're like at nine. That's it. I'm just going to take that heat off you real quick, Jay, and say it's not even in my fucking top 10. Now, I fought with myself. It was between it was between my number 10 was between Day of the Dead 
Um, um, uh, fuck. See what I mean? I'm doing it right goddamn now. It was between Day of the Dead and that movie when they're in the fucking movie theater. Uh, it was the only Italian one that almost made my list. I will talk about it when we get started. It's not zombie, but, is it? With the, the, uh, no, like, no, okay. no, it wasn't that one. But um, now I'm all fucked up. But no, no, Zombieland did not make my list. And here's why: like I like Zombieland. I think it's an entertaining movie to watch. I love fucking Woody Harrelson. I think the movie's fucking great. I have no problems with. Just it. missing Wesley Snipes. <laughs> Yeah, but for some reason, for me, I just don't have the reverence for Zombieland that other people do. To me, mm. I, I think it's that as much as I enjoy it as a comedy, just like something easy to watch, it feels like they're too in on the joke they're making the entire yeah. fucking movie. You know what I mean? Like, it feels like they're, I, I don't know how else to say it. It feels like they're all too in on the joke. It feels a little too kitschy and obvious for me the entire time. I still yeah. love it. But that's why I didn't make my top 10. Mm. But, um, Anyways, so my number nine uh, is going to be no. Don't take the heat off. I, I'm I'm glad that you stepped in and said I'm going to take the heat off you, but I enjoy it. I need a you tan. didn't need it. You didn't need it. I need but a I tan. To. Look at how white my face is. I look like fucking Casper. <laughs> I think that's just the light in your face. But no, it's you my face. Go outside. I'm pure you know? white. Are you? <laughs> um, I'm turning into goddamn powder. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this seems really low. Sometimes on the list. I just chase the thunder. <laughs> <laughs> this seems really low on the list too, uh, but it's going to be Dawn of the Dead, the original. Oh my god. Me. Yeah, yeah, I know it seems low. Am I getting crazy? Um, Am I getting crazy? He got them six shooters out, both <laughs> barrels loaded. Poom, poom. He's got two six shooters, guys, <laughs> while Bill Hickok over here. Thank you, Michael Parton, by the way. The movie I was thinking of was Demons, 1985. That almost got my 10 slot. Barely missed it. I don't have any Italian horror in this list, actually. Like, uh, uh, I, I know a lot of people love me and Jay have never been huge fans of it, but that movie was fun. We talked fucking about riding that. on a bike in the middle of movies, yeah, with chainsaws. So that almost made it. So, but no, um, Look, the reason that that this movie's not higher on the list, I, it's fucking great. I love the movie. It's a classic. It's a classic fucking movie. I can't help that I grew up, you know, and that I was born in 1985. I can't help that I grew up, and when I was really getting into horror, we had zombies running. You know what I mean? We had fucking running True. zombies. We had crazier shit. You go back and you watch Dawn of the Dead, and it's a fucking classic, and it's great. But I am sorry. As I mentioned earlier... These zombies that they're just toying with and smacking in the back of the head and kicking around and shit, it just yeah. doesn't have going back and watching that, not experiencing the first zombie wave, <laughs> having seen all these current zombies, you know, the 20 days later and all that stuff going on, uh, going back and seeing that, it does take away from it. Now, the the commentary he was making about like our whole society, about uh commerce, consumerism. Yeah, about all that yeah. shit like that, the fact that these people like they have it innately in their brains that they they want to be in the mall even though they're fucking dead was genius that was awesome kim yeah. Paris fucking amazing i love the movie like i i do uh but it's just the, the only reason it's so low on this list is it's just like the zombies just well, weren't scary enough you know it's it's one of those uh generational For questions today. too no i know i get what you're saying because when we were born i was born in 84 uh yeah you you grew up uh when you grow up uh you know, you grow up in a different time frame. And when those movies came out originally, they must have been like super terrifying for people that were like 18 or 19 years old mm -hmm. when they were seeing them for the first time. So it is very generational. The difference with me, I guess, is I was exposed to these movies very early before I saw the running zombies because I'm talking about like I saw Nightmare on Elm Street when I was seven. So by like I was nine, not only was I beating my my pecker, but I was also looking at like, you know, uh, you know, I had all older uh, siblings that live with me that were renting like night of the living dead the the savini remake the dawn of the dead the day of the dead so i grew up and zombies have always fucking terrified me anyway they've always scared me but i'm fascinated by them but i guess i but i will no but i because I, I, i'll get into my own um critique of dawn of the dead the original and uh, day of the dead but 
I will agree that I think that horror movies specifically, I'm, I'm talking about zombies, are generational. So yeah. you're not going to find one thing as scary as the generation before you if you grew up with the running zombies, or that's how you perceive something that's like super scary as the running zombies. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I, I think, you know, to say some good things about it, and I, I think it feels long. It does feel long. But I actually, that's that's sort of a positive as much as it's a negative. You know what I mean? Like, the way he went from set piece to set piece in that movie, George Romero is just fucking genius, dude. Yeah. And the idea of them being in the mall, uh, just the way, like, that, I think that's the funnest part of the movie. And in the remake, also, I love that like, part, yeah. the fact that you're in a mall and you can do whatever you want to do. Like, you can run around. When Ken Faree makes them that that steak dinner, yeah. and, you know, like, when they when they run around Macy's, wherever fucking store it was, that stuff. And then you introduce the bikers. They did the bikers way better in this than they did in the remake. And the remake, they kind of stopped the party and like they took over the show and they were having to deal with these security guard assholes and all this stuff. When the bikers showed up in this one, it was a fucking party. Tom Savini yeah. and them showed up and it was crazy. Um, but you know, I just it's a fucking it's a classic, man. I I love it. It's a great movie. Well, I'm gonna do this last one that I really gotta go piss though. Okay, okay. so my number eight's gonna be I love this movie, dude. And I know, you know, and I know you guys are going to be like, holy shit, this guy has been replaced by an alien and butt probed. But I'm telling you, I love this movie. It's Scout's Guide to the Zombie Apocalypse. Scout's Guide to the Zombie sh- Apocalypse. Shocker. Holy fuck. Yeah. No, no, I do know you love that movie. I love that movie. And not only do I, not only do I love the soundtrack, because I used to uh, bore Mike to death, because I always used to play, I came, I saw, I conquered, I balled. I love that song. But I, yeah. I, what I love the best about this movie is I like the friendship aspect that they go with. It kind of felt like um, uh, Stand By Me and American Pie mixed in with zombies. And I love that aspect about it. I thought it was really funny and really cool. It was different. They did what Zombieland did, but they did it in a, in a like, I don't know, something it was a little bit more of an, um, uh, like a, an easier way for me to get on board with. I don't know. It was It felt very much like, hanging out with your friends and this shit happens. Like if I, I could put myself in those guys' position and be like, you're fucking nerds. You're geeks. You hang out. Nobody wants to be with partying with you. You get invited to the uh, wrong goddamn party. And now you got to go save the world from some fucking zombies. And you ripped a guy's dick off. Like, like, dude, there's so like, there's so many cool, like, like different, by the way, the guy at the very beginning of the movie is the guy from, uh, the long haired dude is from, um, I always want to say office space, but it's not, he's the scraggly haired guy from, um, there's four of them uh, not office space what the fuck is it uh where they're like business guys that, or they hang out but they don't really do their job they're slackers is it a show yeah. or a movie this no, is it's a show uh workaholics workaholics yeah the guy at the very beginning and he's like singing beyonce and he's a janitor I, I mean, it sets the tone immediately so what it does what Shaun of the dead d- does but it's also got like an american pie spirit to it it's also got some stand by me in it at the same time i think it's a really cool movie i think it's unique i really do i think it's uh, and that's why i love it so much because when it came out i was like yeah it's gonna be like another shot of the dead ripoff or or, or zombie land but it wasn't it had its own staying power and <laughs> like some of the words like he was like well maybe we should try to communicate with the zombies like yeah you could go ahead and say that when he's eating your nutsack like a fucking street taco waiter <laughs> <laughs> and then when that when the bigger kid like goes into the girl's closet or in the girl's room and he's like it smells like pixie sticks and hope in here <laughs> I like. By the way, I, I like that Clinton did the uh, the workaholics thing. I love that fucking show. It's like boom, tsk, 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 I'm fresh. <laughs> you remember the beginning of that show? Uh, yeah, we used to listen. I to love that, that show, man. So, I, all right. Um, so that's my number eight. You can give your number eight, and I got to. Go I dig it though. I didn't expect that. It's a surprise from your back pocket. Well, I, I, you, I, well look, I know people are going to be like, "That movie fucking blue asshole." But dude, there's also one part of the kid that played Cyclops when he's like 
getting ready to fall out the window and the trampoline is his old and he's grabbing that zombie's dick and he looks over and sees he's got a dick and he's like ah <laughs> he starts screaming like in a high pitch that scream i don't know i just thought it was funny as fuck i kind of want to watch it now he's like augie like, how did it. you find it he's like i followed the stench of betrayal <laughs> <laughs> all right like, no go, i'm just kidding i saw your car outside <laughs> go go pee because i have to pee all right i'm gonna back. pee in your mouth that was him saying yes i don't know if you guys could tell but he totally told me i could pee in his mouth later uh you know what i mean but anyways my number eight is gonna be and then i'll grab some of your all's chitty chats my number eight is gonna be oh damn we're just running the same fucking circle here is what we're doing um you know it was hard to separate these two you know like I understand that it's weird to say that I like this one better, but I like it just that little much better. You know, what's the difference between ordinary and extraordinary? Just that little bit extra. Um, I, You know, I realize it shouldn't get this credit, okay? It's going to be Dawn of the Dead, the remake. Uh, it just shouldn't get this credit, I realize, because by proxy, by definition alone, as a remake, it didn't come up with the idea. And the genius, the genius of Dawn of the Dead was the original idea. So, better movie? deserves more respect it's absolutely the original dawn of the dead but for my list my top 10 favorite movies to watch in zombie movie land it comes in just a little bit ahead of the original um and that's the best way i can possibly explain that you know what i mean like the original definitely deserves more respect because it's an original idea but uh it's the dawn of the dead remake and the reason why is because look that opening that opening uh now that's the one thing i will give it the opening to the remake is heads and tails better than the fucking opening to the uh, to the original, in my opinion. And it's one of the... I, if you had to make a list of top 10 best horror movie openings of all time, Scream would be number one. But if you did a list, Ghost Ship would be on that list too, by the way. Anyway, I'm getting sidetracked. There's no doubt top 10 horror... Uh, fucking Friday 13th, 2009. That, that's, that, that'd be in there too. But what I'm saying is, is the Dawn of the Dead remakes opening. Uh, I think it was, it was either Amy Smart or Sarah, Sarah Pauly. I can't ever remember, but... That fucking opening was fucking metal, dude. I mean, it fucking set the goddamn tone. The movie never lived up to it as good as the movie was. But that opening alone was so fucking crazy. I mean, they brought zombies to suburbia in a way that I've never seen before. When when they're being chased out of the fucking house and driving down the street and the zombies running around and shit's exploding from behind and that camera angle takes fuck man the opening to dawn of the dead remakes one of the top 10 horror openings of all time and i have no shame in saying that and then you get back to it's kind of cool because you got to do the dawn of the dead original idea which was hey let's zombie attacking them all holy fuck yeah let's go that sounds amazing great idea and it's the perfect thing to remake because malls were different back then you know so now we got what would that look like today uh, and you put that idea in today's malls the ones we all live in and can relate to and what would you do if you were in the mall during a zombie apocalypse? Because that's the great question the movie asks. And there's way more important ones. But for us, we're like, dude, what would I do if I was in the mall and I could just do anything during a zombie apocalypse? Basically, now malls are zombie apocalypses. But you get what I'm saying. Now we have Amazon. So basically, we do live that life. Only you have to pay for it. But, you know, I just thought that making the zombies run was a genius move. It was a ballsy move. It's the kind of shit Zack Snyder does. Crab cakes and football. That's what Zack Snyder does. He pisses people off, but he takes fucking chances uh, and he does wild shit. He's all gas, no fucking break. And that's what I love so much about Zack Snyder. Uh, and he did that. And he doesn't always make the right decision. And that happens here a little bit. Like, when they get to the to the uh, mall, everything's great. Everything's crazy. Everything's fucking wild and unhinged. Now, when the asshole redneck security guards come out, I feel like the fun kind of 
grinds down to a halt. You got the guy from Modern Family in there, Ty Burrell, who's fucking awesome. And he was playing a dickhead, which is a crazy thought. Um, I love a lot of the stuff they did. When they got to like armoring the bus and everything, I thought it kind of got a little long in the tooth towards the end. But uh, for a while, man, that movie was just nonstop, all gas, no fucking break fun. And I, I love it, man. It, it was making the zombies run was a great choice. Now, I don't think he was the first one to do it, but to take a Romero film and do it, maybe it was the first one. I don't know. You guys have to tell me. You guys are smart as fuck. Um, but he was one of the early ones to do it. So I just, you know, I, it's a great fucking movie. It's a great fucking movie, Steven. And I don't care if you don't like it as much as me. Austin, thanks, buddy. He says, favorite zombie killers, mine are Ash, Negan, and Kelly from Ash versus Evil Dead. Now, it's weird. Some people don't consider the Deadite zombies because they have a specific name. They're Deadites. I don't have Evil Dead in my list anywhere. Because to me, Deadites are a little bit different. But I totally respect that. And that's, that's, that's the thing about zombies. They're fucking fictional characters. They can be whatever classification you want them to fucking be. You know? So uh, I respect that. But fucking, if, if Deadites are zombies, Ash has got to be on the fucking list for sure. Uh, I think Woody Harrelson. I know it didn't make my top ten, but Woody Harrelson would be on the list. Ken Faree would be on that list for sure from the original Dawn movies. That's a really good question, Austin. Um, but you already did it. What? Did you do your number eight? Oh, yeah, you did. Yeah, yeah. My, mine was the Dawn of the Dead remake at number eight. Uh, Austin, that's a good question from Austin, and I'm going to stop out and pee. But Austin asked, favorite zombie killers. Who oh, are your favorite good, zombie that's killers? Question. That's a really good one. Um, <clears throat> well, I would say Johnny Depp's legal team is my favorite zombie killers. No, I'm kidding. Uh, I, um, favorite zombie killers. Well, you said Ash on there. That's definitely up there. I would say Ash is probably, yeah, Ash is up there. Um, you got to throw in Woody Harrelson. I mean, you know, again, don't let my list fool you. As far as zombie killers, Woody Harrelson is is the man. Um, <clears throat> and then, um, hmm, do I have any? Um, yeah, I don't have. Yeah, I don't. I don't have any particular favorites. I mean, those two probably would be the ones I would think of. But Ash is definitely one of those. The Raider. Now, come on. The Raider Lorian says Rick Grimes. I know. That's what I was going to say. I was going to say that. No, I, I totally forgot about that. Holy shit. Rick Grimes is fucking badass. So is Shane from The Walking Dead. They're both great zombie killers. Um, but I, but that's a TV show. So, I mean, I didn't want to put that in. But, dude, cannibalistic vegan, you are going to be pleasantly surprised, my good sir. Rick, yeah. You can't You can't argue with Rick. You can't argue with Rick. Bernie Gambano, Warm Body. Dude, I, I'll tell you what. Warm Bodies, I, I feel like, is a good movie. It's a romantic comedy set in a zombie apocalypse. It's there's it's pretty unique. Um, I don't think it got a lot of love when it came out, but I always kind of enjoyed the movie. I think um, I can never remember his name. He was banging uh, Jennifer Lawrence, um, the main guy in that movie, Warm Bodies. I can't remember. He was also Beast in X-Men Origins and all that stuff. I, I But, yeah, he. I, th- I thought the movie was pretty good. Um, Tom uh, Tomo Ogato says. By the way, did you hear we're getting a new Daredevil and Charlie Cox is back in uh, Red Jay? Yeah, I <clears throat> I'm excited about that. I don't. I think that you know what I'm not excited about is that are we going to go back to the origin story though? Like that's where I'm concerned with because I feel like Netflix did such a great job introducing Charlie Cox and the Daredevil character and doing 
a phenomenal, you know, phenomenal work on on the action sequences and making Daredevil uh, a badass, but also a sympathetic character. Are we going to have to go back through all of that? Are they actually going to incorporate Netflix, uh, some of the origin parts of it? Probably not. So I'm kind of nervous on that. But it is cool that uh, they are recognizing how great Charlie Cox was in that particular movie. Uh, Michael Parton, thank you so much. He says, uh, God damn. Okay, my mouse wasn't working. It was uncooperative. Jay, I will be so happy if you put zombie by uh, Lucio Fulci on your list because it's a great unofficial sequel to Dawn of the Dead called Zombie 2. Um, Well, we'll have to wait and see what happens. We're not going to give away the whole show early on. I mean, okay, we got to we got to play it out here. But yeah, um, I I do know what you're talking about. It was that was another uh, particular Italian movie that I was debating on whether or not it was going to get into my top 10 it was it's a good it's a great uh, uh movie uh, it really is and i'm not much on and i know uh, i think mike had mentioned it it's kind of blasphemy i'm not much on italian directors uh, uh with horror movies but they you know it's a good zombie is a is a good very it's a very good movie you guys get a chance to watch it uh, Enigma five two three says, "Did you see Trash Resident Evil trailer on Netflix?" Jet, yeah, I did. Uh, you know, it it smelled like a, a burning garbage can on fire in July. It was fucking terrible. I don't even know what the hell is going on. I I I I zoned out. I I think I had PTSD. It's terrible. I don't understand. I never I never got why it's so fucking difficult to make a Resident Evil movie that is very close to the source material and also a great movie. I mean, I feel like uh, I I don't know. I mean, I feel like the characters are already great. I feel like the storyline that's presented in the video games is already great. I don't know why they got to keep fucking around with these origin stories. They got to change things. They got to make this thing. They got to do this thing. I I feel like, yeah, obviously you have to adapt it for film, right? The, the video games of Resident Evil, but you could do that and not really sacrifice the story uh, and the characters uh, in doing so. I, I, I just, I, I don't, I don't get studios. I really don't. I, you know, these, you know, the studio is the same studio that fired George Romero. George Romero was going to be, you know, doing a Resident Evil movie uh, back in the day, and they fired him because the script was too big and going to be too costly and. So he said, you know, eat a dick and go fly a kite. So he walked off the project. But yeah, I just don't get it. I I, I feel like Resident Evil is already it, it's it's already a um, pre-made uh, great story ready to be told in to a uh, in, in a cinematic way, and they just keep fucking it up. But they call me Stamps. Thank you so much. He says, sorry I can't stay. It's my cousin's graduation, but I wanted to drop in and give the Wham Fam some love. Hey man, it's always nice to hear from you and. Your profile picks it. It continues to be sexy and amazing, and uh, I hope your graduate your cousin's graduation goes well. And uh, congratulations to your cousin for sure, for sure. Next shit says Mike making a drinks. Uh, yeah, he's probably making a few. Uh, a butt colonic is probably one too. Uh, JT Custom says, "What do you think about Resident Evil Infinite Darkness? Is that is that one of the animated ones?" I, I, I've seen, I've seen, I think I've, I think I'm up to date on some of the, uh, uh, most of the Resident Evil animated films, if that's a newer one, but it, the, 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 the title's not ringing any bells, but, uh, Berto 075 says, Jay, uh, have you played Resident Evil Village? I have not played the Resident Evil Village. Uh, I, I, I couldn't afford the game. So what I did was I just wind up going on YouTube and watching the story. 
that's what you do when you a po folk. When you eating po bowl sandwiches, uh, sometimes you just go and watch. But uh, I mean, even if you know, sometimes you don't have the time or whatever to invest in a game. But I, I did watch the entire Resident Evil Village uh, uh, FMV, uh, all the cutscenes and stuff. It was it, it seemed like a great game. It seemed like a really cool, fun game for sure. I like to watch your cutscenes. Yeah. Yeah, they're great. I mean. They're always left out on the Blu-ray fl- cutting floor, though. The best <laughs> what was your number seven? Um, oh, did you already say it, or have you not? Said no, it? I haven't got to it yet. Um, oh, okay, okay. By the way, uh, apparently, I just want to make sure. I uh, by the way, the, the the great sexy Master Chief himself, Courtney Reed, uh, brought down the thunder and lightning with the super chat. We must have missed it, but we will get you. Uh, we'll find it, Courtney. I promise to God, we will. Okay, I'm going back. Courtney owes. Courtney is what we owe our allegiance to. Okay. He died on. There it is. Okay. Uh, Courtney says, join me on this hill, Jay. Thor 4 will be this to Thor 3. <laughs> uh, Greater yeah, than. You don't even have to ask me. Okay, sir. We've already got a campsite picked out on that hill. And you and I are, are roasting marshmallows, waiting on Mike to come up the hill and join us there as well. Okay. We've also got baked beans and some spray for insects. Well, yes. I'll wait till you guys come back in the tent and we'll fuck later. But I'm going to say yeah, it's going to be, be a threesome. But no, yeah, dude, uh, I have, I, I, you know, and I, I heard, uh, I don't know. I, Mike put up something with the trailer thing with Thor 4 and uh, there was a lot of negativity or a lot of snapback or something. I don't know. But the point oh, being yeah. is like, listen, and I know that she's an important character and I don't really want to get into the details of it, but I don't give one rat's fuck about Thor 4 necessarily. So. I, I if they cut down Chris Hemsworth's involvement in it, I really don't care to see a jacked up Natalie Portman. Uh, she's still hot, but I don't give a shit. Her arms are jacked. Up. You got to give yeah. her credit for that. Well, I'm just, but I'm just saying. Like, but at yeah. the end of the day, Lady Thor, she is a very important character of the Marvel comic books, and no, no doubt about that. I'm not like dissing that she's a lady or whatever, but at the same time, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> like, yeah, I yeah, I just want to see. More I just Thor don't movies. care. Yeah. but I, I'll say this: like I. I think it's going to be the exact same as the last movie. Same director, same theme, you, same vibe from the whole thing. Guardians are in it, so that might be cool. Well, here's the all, thing. All and and again, I'm just going to leave you guys with this little tidbit of thought. I'm gay. Yes, and loving the dick since 1976. But how comes, how comes, what come, um, what come, uh, what about some, they got to have Guardians of the Galaxy and Chris Hemsworth in the movie to sell it. You know what I mean? If If it was so... You know, written in stone that it was going to be huge and popular and it was going to do its own thing and stand alone with its own legs and move forward. And it was going to be, a you know, a great cinematic adventure. Why come they got to have those particular characters in the movie to sell it? I mean, I'm not talking about small roles because they don't seem like they have small roles. I just feel like they're using the audiences uh, what they prefer to get their asses in the seat to watch, you know, just to get them to listen to your shitty originals. And people don't want to do that. <laughs> I think hole and a half kicks ass. Proud but again, I'm just saying. I mean, that's my my opinion. Is I don't Thor four, dude. I mean, come on. If you don't have what I really wanted, I think everybody wanted was the continuation of Fat Thor. They wanted to see where that goes, and we are not going to get it. You do see him working out a little bit and trying to lose the the Fat Thor. No, weight, you get but, it, but yeah. you don't get it. But I mean, the thing is with Lady Thor. Lady Thor is important. Again, I know it's my comics. And I know that she is in the in the, in the, and so is Beta Ray Bill. And I haven't seen Beta Ray Bill or Thunderstrike. Let's Eric Masterson. So if you want to get technical about it, let's go back to the 1990s, and I could talk to you all day about Thor comics and who they were. But my point being is, Lady Thor didn't come out till much later. But my point being also is the fact that I don't give a shit about Lady Thor. Yeah, so just, 
That's that's the end of the days. I don't care. I did like Natalie Portman's character as Jane as how she was. I thought it was really interesting. She was great. She was this normal person who met this superhero and they had to figure out this relationship. I thought that Jane Foster has always been a great character and and she was a good Jane Foster, but I don't care about her being, you know, Thor, not Thor, but I have no interest in it. Riker H says Michael Jackson's thriller is a top ten zombie film. That's fair. I couldn't couldn't argue with you there. That's fair. That that was an amazing music video. I, I can't remember who said that. Someone said that the, the Michael Jackson thriller video put the zombie franchise on ice for a long time just because they kind of made fun of it with the Michael. They didn't really. I mean, I'm not. They made fun of it, but they kind of made it like this musical thing. It kind of put right. it on ice for a long time. If you like, guys you ever, couldn't come out with a scary zombie movie because they fucking dance with Michael Jackson. That makes sense. <laughs> if you guys ever get a chance to watch the Indian version of thriller, so fucking good. watch it. Galiba. That dude rocked the shit out of that, man. Watch the, after this stream, watch the Indian zombie. Th- it's so fucking good. amazing. Yeah. Um, it's amazing. Inky the Alien, thank you so much. Really appreciate that. It says, in my opinion, people really need to get over the idea of the original X is automatically the best. This goes back to the Dawn of the Dead conversation. Oh, yeah. Sometimes sequels and remakes can be better, more enjoyable. Have respect for the original, but don't idolize it. That's I true. could not agree more, That's Inky. True. Like, I think it's like everyone's afraid to say it. Like you're afraid to say that you like this movie better than that movie, yeah. you know? And and I, and and at some point in this list, I'm going to eat my own words here, but I have a good reason for it. But I, I think we do need to be more open about that. Like, Hey, I grew up in this generation. This movie spoke to me more than the last movie. It doesn't mean I don't appreciate that movie. It doesn't mean I don't know movies. I'm just being honest with you. And I think if more people were honest, a lot more people would admit that they like certain remakes better than the originals and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Like, I think that's fair. I think you're both full of shit. But I agree with you. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. Oh, yeah, we already read that one. one. I, I, I don't. I, I couldn't. They already had some really good ones. I think Amar I Ash. A logic said, "Hey guys, I'm getting married next weekend. Hey, congratulations, congratulations, man." Uh, was hoping to get some wedding night advice from Doctor Chalice and Slenderman. Love you guys. Oh, oh my uh, God. <laughs> well, what you want to do? All right. Uh, there's going to be a lot of poontang at a wedding, all right? A lot of poontang at a wedding. So you're going to be walking around there. There's going to be bridesmaids, you know, your mother-in-law uh, specifically. I know you've always probably wanted who doesn't want to do their mother-in-law, you know what I mean? But, uh, you know, you just keep your eyes on your wife, all right? Have you 7 to 12 high lives, all right? And, uh, you know, just go in there and, and, you know, you're a doctor. You're a doctor. Whether you're a doctor or not, have the confidence of a doctor. And you you just, you just, you're that night, you're definitely just, remember, you're getting laid. You know, have you some vodka with some slice in it, some slice so she doesn't know you You keep drinking after the 12 high lives and, uh, you know, part of your fucking face off, man. But keep your eyes narrowed on your lady unless she's not around. And then you can squeeze every man at his wedding is allowed to squeeze a few butt cheeks, you know? Yeah. So that that's good advice if your name is Mark Werberg and you don't care if you want to smack your woman around a little bit before she get in the mood. What me was going to say was, like, where on you wedding night, make sure that you was cleaned up. You know, you're going to be out drinking the fool's drink and thing like that. Going to be sweating on the floor of your dance hall. So when you get inside the apartment or the hotel room that you were staying at for you wear the evening, where you're going to knock boots. So what you need to do is go into the shower. Okay, and make sure you scrub all the crevices, thing like that. Get every kind of stink juice out. And then you come out, and you come out fountain. You come out like very soap. Like, like, how you doing, baby? And she's like, me doing so well. Are you like, well, me know you're going to do well. And guess what? 
me going to take this very slow and gentle. Then you put on some Marvin Gaye on the CD player, right? You put on some Marvin Gaye and like, let's get um, eh. And then she's going to be like, <laughs> now me in the mood. And then maybe see her little little strawberry with chocolate on it. And just like, here go. Like, let's give to her like that. Like that, you see? And then she, and then you're like, now me ready. And you get in the sack. And you make children's. You're going to be a good dude. And that's about it. And make sure Subway caters your event. Let's make sure that you to the hell with respect. Don't smack her around. Be like, me have a middle of life. Now me drunk. Me going to do you like a prison convict. <laughs> you don't always have like, to fuck her You don't want her coming up later on. Be like, yeah, me wedding night was all that. But him smelled like Mike Tyson released from prison. I just smelled Miller Light Breath, and he was the greasiest. Don't you be. <laughs> Michael Parton, thanks, buddy. Says, Jay, I'll be so happy if you put zombie. No, I, I, I read that one. Oh, I did you? That. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I bet that's not going to happen. <laughs> I didn't say anything. <laughs> Anthony Stamps, welcome. Man. I saw thanks, that buddy. one. I, I read that one. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, hey, thanks for stopping by, Anthony. Either way. Okay. We are back to the list. That right. kid. That kid is back on the escalator. Jay, what is your number seven? So my number seven, uh, and again, well, now this, now this is going to get into the technicalities, but I don't give a damn. A basket's a basket in the NBA. I don't care how you got it. I don't care if you had to elbow somebody to get it. It's uh, 28 Days Later uh, is my number seven. And again, uh, I, we've already briefly talked about this, but 28 Days Later came out in 2002. It was the first time a zombie movie was introduced that showed – these running zombies that were aggressive, they were a lot more persistent than the zombies that you'd seen before. And I know they were trying to play like, right, it ain't a zombie, it's a rage virus, motherfucker. But I was like, well, that's like Ridley Scott saying that Prometheus wasn't an alien movie. Go suck a dick. Who's believing you, sir? <laughs> that's a great, that's a great but point. It's the same thing. It's like, oh, you didn't want it to be an alien movie, but it's an alien movie. Anyway, that's what I think 28 Days Later is. They just didn't want to be a part of the zombie genre, but it is a zombie movie. But it was a really cool, um, grounded zombie movie. One of the first I'd seen that did that um, was like The Last Man on Earth. It's it's literally showcasing. Imagine that. And like The Walking Dead kind of copied that with Rick Grimes. Imagine waking up in a hospital room, being completely abandoned, and you're walking the streets of this big, once populated town in London or wherever, and it's just empty. And then you run into these fucking crazed ass, like foaming at the mouth, rabid people that want to like just tear you limb from limb. I feel like, and that was scary. And Killian Murphy was a god in that. Like, he was so, so good and so underrated uh, as far as the acting ability that he uh, performed on stage. And what it did, I said on film, but what it did was also it showcased an isolationism that had been missing for a long time in a zombie movie. Like, if you look at a zombie movie, there's always usually groups, survivor groups. You have to rely on somebody. They have to rely on you, build trust up, go to a picnic. This was like, what would you do if you were literally, you had to rely on yourself and you're not trained. You're not like a hand to hand expert. You're not Bruce Lee. You're not fucking Rambo. You're just a regular guy that used to have a regular job and you wake up in a hospital room, you walk outside and everybody wants to eat your butthole off. Literally. Yeah. And your, your little dick when it's bush. <laughs> yeah. And like then you got to figure out how to survive. It's fucking scary, man. And you, you know, the first thing you think, I got to go to like fucking Lowe's and get some like lumber and shit so I can build a <laughs> or whatever. I got to get some weapons. I got to get some food. <laughs> I, I feel like Twenty Eight Days Later is is a, a very very uh, cool movie, and and it, it it does change the nature of the zombie as we had come to know it up to that point. Like in two thousand two, everyone thought of zombies George Romero style. It was only yeah. that style, and Twenty Eight Days Later said, "I'm gonna butt fuck that out of existence." Yeah. <laughs> 
or not like out of existence, but I'm going to showcase like you can butt fuck too. <laughs> I'm going to put that. <laughs> so, in the yeah. Hole. So yeah. 28 days later is the reason why it's my number seven. The zombies. John Rango walk right for a fucking month. Man. Mm-hmm. Uh, totally agree. They ride a horse. <laughs> Could agree more, man. We'll talk about that more later. My number seven is going to be wreck. Ah, uh, I like Rec, that one. That's R E C wreck. One of the scariest zombies really of all time. One of the scariest found footage movies of all time. Man, that movie fucked me up, dude. Like the the first time I saw it, man, found footage, uh, subtitles didn't matter, didn't matter, dude. When they go up in that fucking room, I was it was one of the the most holy shit experiences of my movie watching life and career, dude. Like when they go up in that thing and that camera's panning around. You know, mm-hmm. up up in that attic hole or whatever it was, and that yeah. thing's like, get it! I was like, fucking shit, dude. <laughs> yeah, they I, do that. Oh my god, dude! Like some of the best jump scares. <laughs> like an IRS agent. <laughs> gotcha. So, so, some of the best jump when that body hits the floor, man. They're yeah. trapped in that building. Fuck, dude. Wreck fucked me up. Uh, and you know, a lot of people have taken the model of that and done it over and over again. Yeah. So I don't know if talking about like uh, what generation you grow up, you grew up in. I don't know a hundred percent of people that uh, that this point in found footage if they go back and watch that now if it's gonna fuck them up like it did me then but that movie left hooked me in the fucking face dude it was genuinely maybe the most scary movie on this entire fucking list yeah you felt like mike tyson like you felt like the guy that got his ass beat on the airplane by mike tyson yeah, dude. Like just this monster comes over the seats and just starts beating the. By the way, that guy deserved it. That he guy fucking, fucking deserved it. Yeah, he, oh he, was, he was antagonized. You, you antagonized a fucking monster, dude. You that's like antagonizing a tiger that's outside of its cage. You did that, and then you threw a water ball at you, stupid bitch. <laughs> and then he responded. But anyway, yeah, wreck oh. is a wreck is a very. By the way, and he's talking about the original, not quarantine. Quarantine no. is the American remake, but. Yeah, Clinton said that he never saw it never saw wreck, but saw quarantine. Same thing, apparently. Not the same thing. It's dude. not. not no, they watered all. it down. They watered quarantine it down. may have fucked up your wreck experience a little bit by seeing that first, since it has some of the same beats. But I mean, dude, the fucking <laughs> quarantine's like here, and wreck is like fucking here. Yeah, I think it, it's, it's not a, even close, yeah. dude. Wreck is scary, dude. And and not to yeah. mention that it makes you pay attention to the screen because you got to read subtitles, so you're really into <laughs> that shit. Like, oh! yeah. You're like. It says the. <laughs> like, I was just Damn. trying to read, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, yeah. All right, what's so, your number six? Uh, my number six is going to be, um, well, you know, and it's lower on my, you know, again, these are top ten, so it's not, it seems low, but it's not, but it is uh, in comparison to this top ten, but it's going to be Train to Busan is yeah. my number six. Uh, Train to Busan, yeah. we watched that, uh, I think, so. I don't, I think it was coming out, I don't remember how we got, how we reviewed it, but dude, I had no expectations going into that movie. I think it's a South, it is a South Korean movie. It is one of the best zombie movies I have ever seen. Period. Like, and and the reason why it's so good is the fact that it's got something different about it that you didn't really see in other zombie movies. It's got heart to it. It's got like an actual beating pulse to it. In the middle of it is about a, a, a father reconnecting with his daughter and all the trials and tribulations they have to go to, and then finally understanding how important she is to him. I feel like it's got the best of of both worlds it's got the horror element to it for sure and the and the effects look great but it's got something like an emotional anchor to it that really never takes the foot off the gas because you're more i mean what are you i mean yeah of course you're interested like why did this happen why are there zombies you know are they going to get to point a to point b but you're really interested are they going to repair their relationship you know is the dad going to realize how important she and that all happens later and and it evolves beautifully throughout the film the train to Busan is so underrated. It's criminally underrated that most people don't even remember or don't even know that movie exists. And I definitely feel like it's a top 
10 uh, zombie movie, period. And uh, there there are plans to remake that movie. I have no hope for it. I don't. Yeah. I, I feel like they're going to lose something in translation I, or it's just going to be Hollywoodized and it's going to be, you know, fucking Charlize Theron or some bullshit. And she's got, you know, <laughs> it's always Charlie's there. Charlie's Theron and, and fucking, uh, you know, Nicholas Cage is her husband and he's got, I got to get on the train. No, that I would, I would, it Nicholas, would be Cage there, if Nicholas Cage was the dad. It'd be weird, but he would uh, not be like the guy that would be, but the guy that played the dad in this hey, so today. underrated and he, and he's a South Korean uh, actor. I don't know his name, but it, it wasn't just him. It was a little girl. Everything about that movie is just really, really well done. Everything just fits yeah. perfectly. And you knew exactly what kind of movie they were making. They were making a heartfelt father, daughter, or, or, or not even father, daughter, just a, a father with his child movie, a, a very a heartfelt movie with zombies around the peripheral. And it was yeah. perfect. It was just that, really, really well done. I, I'll make this short and sweet, man, because, dude. We're the same. By the way, that's so weird, dude. Uh, like again, huh. we we made this list completely. We haven't even seen each other in a week. Yeah, <laughs> we made this shit in our mother's basements, like you know, <laughs> sucking on cum juice. And that's so weird that you came out with number six too. Cum popsicles. You put it. You come in an ice tray and put it in a freezer and put a stick in it, and then you. So, ew, God, this is oh, so gross. You ever so say nasty. stuff that just bums you out? Dude? Yeah, I shouldn't have said what I said, and I felt ashamed <laughs> about it. But then you made it worse God, with what you said. Damn it. Jesus, this is yeah. our legacy. <laughs> it is. That's all we're Come gonna do. Popsicles. <laughs> that's what we leave behind when we're gone. <laughs> oh fuck. Uh, yeah, dude, it's the same. Train of Busan. You, you said it right yourself, man. It's the fucking one of the saddest endings. Um, Super sad. Yeah. In, in, in the history, it's right up there with the Mist. Uh, top like five saddest horror endings of yep. all time. And the character building, man, the character arcs are so fucking good. And it's a great movie about being a dad. And it's mm. a great movie about you and your fellow man like you know what i mean like the the, the big buff dude who like they mm. that scene dude where they go fighting through the that carts, awesome. the cart holy it, yeah. fuck dude that you just infused some sean claude van damme sylvester stallone fucking action shit into this heartfelt you know what that reminds remind me of that movie remember the riot it yeah. was another foreign movie it was like a the riot the way that they choreographed that fight scene it, it felt the same way fucking uh yeah, just dude it's just it's just an amazing goddamn movie like it, i even talking about it, I'm like, fuck, this should be higher. This should be, like, top three. I don't know. Like, I was saying the same thing, good. too. I was like, yeah, we're going to. Yeah. But it is an amazing it. movie. Yeah, I love it. Mm-hmm. If you guys haven't seen Train of Busan, don't let the subtitle stop you. Fuck no, it's good. You guys shit. will love it. Yeah. Yeah, it's a 10, by the way. I think we gave it a 10, which, again, I'm pretty yeah. sure it should be higher than the list. All these movies, I think, it. got close to a 10. Shit, All these movies did, yeah. I think. So, uh, five, you fucking slut. Oh, you dirty birdie. It's going to be Dawn of the Dead, the 1970s. Okay. I don't remember what year it came out. Uh, 74, 75. The reason why I like this movie so much is because I feel like, you know, you just mentioned it in the Train to Busan, the character Oh, yeah, it's building. not the riot. It's the raid. No. The raid, Stupidity. yeah. The raid. I'm sorry. Yeah, the raid. Yeah. I, the, the raid part I the two. Thing. We watched the raid part two, not the first one. The raid part two is the one. The, the hallway. Is that the hallway scene? No, I think you're getting it confused with, oh, that movie by the Robocop director that we saw. That was fucking awesome. It was... um uh, we watched the raid. I know we watched the raid, but we watched the sequel to the raid. Yeah, and there was a remake. Too. I don't fucking know. Anyways, yeah, yeah, but anyway, the raid yeah, it was great. Um, Dawn of the Dead, the original. Uh, the reason why I have it so high on my list is again, we meant, Mike mentioned actually with uh, Train to Busan. I feel like the character building in Dawn of the Dead was so well done, and it was so interesting to see the uh, political commentary done in such a subtle, particular way. That it's not only like you're watching it and then you're like, oh, I get what they're going for here. When you get older, when you're a kid and you're watching, you're like, you don't get it, but you just see these gruesome, horrific scenes. But when you get older, uh, 
you know, you understand what they're going for. And I, and I, I feel like it was fucking freaky, man. There was something weird about it. Like, you know, at the very beginning when the SWAT team is going in to the rundown ghetto area and they have to like, you know, burst in and they've kept all these people in this, in this boarded up area. And then there's the, 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 the scene where it's like, holy shit, when the husband grabs the wife and he rips a big piece of her arm out and then her neck is fucking gross as shit. And you're like, holy shit, I should, this should be illegal. Cause I think he just ate her. Cause it was the first <laughs> time you saw shit like that. And, and I, and I love the, 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 the juxtaposition because you have the jovial crazy side, which we all would be, they all moved into a mall and they're all like, Oh, I can spend all this money or not spend money. They can just steal whatever they want and like live like Kings. But the juxtaposition is outside. There's this, this the well of horror that's slowly uh, descending on your on your safe space and then these bikers come in and fuck it all up i loved it man i, I thought it was so good and so well done and george romero nailed it and again I, you know again there's nothing wrong with movies having a little political sub or like a little commentary on the society of today if you do it in the subtext and the smart way and george yeah. romero was skilled at doing that he did that he did that his entire career and, and again, there's a difference between, you know, doing it very subtly and then doing it over the head and like beating the fucking thing down. And, and I think that George Romero was a master of it. And Dawn of the Dead to this day, dude, while I watch it, fuck it. And I know the makeup is like they're all blue and shit. They look like they're suffering from hypothermia. There's something weird and scary about it. Like it just fucking freaks me out. I don't know yeah. what it is. Like, they, especially they when he's sitting in the too. elevator and then they all come for him and then he opens the door and he's like, Oh, I'm like, oh my god! It looks like a fucking guy that's looking for Black Friday deals. But, <laughs> you know, yeah. it, something that I didn't mention either when we were talking about it, it's a great bro movie too. Like the friendships kindled, like when one dude dies yeah. and they like bury him. Like the, the the friendships there were like really underrated in that movie. Which you also saw, by the way, and they did a great job with this too. Totally forgot about this. Uh, Ken Foray was great. Obviously, he was great. I'm glad that he didn't die. I was always scared uh, when I watched that movie. I was like, please tell me he doesn't like either get eaten by a zombie because they're going to repeat what happened in in uh, in Night of Living Dead one or or whatever, or he's going to shoot himself. Uh, he gets out, but the girl, the girl was actually really well done. So she, you you see yeah. her transformation from this helpless girl into this badass girl toward the end where she has to stand up for herself and kind of do her own thing which again by the way guys that's showing that you don't need to sacrifice femininity to be respected and a badass just like ripley ellen ripley there are badass women long before this bullshit movement on twitter and whatever to make strong women be inclusive she was a badass but they had to have a character development to get her to where everybody was like oh she's awesome more specifically, Day of the Dead did that. She was a badass in that movie. She, she was. was like, by the, the way, point, go fuck yourself. What, I love that's it. That's what I'm saying. Romero was good at doing that, except for the, the, the original. But other than that, yeah. like he's always had the strong women in his movies. So, Yeah, well, that's a great one. Uh, I'm going to go with my mom. Oh, the store later. Dirty incest. I knew you were uh, from Kentucky all along. <laughs> are you... Are you going to the mall later? <laughs> uh, no, it's his, it's his mom and his sister at the same time. <laughs> Rizzuto. Uh, I'm, my number five is going to be, I just fucking saw it. I already forgot it. Um, I have to look at my list here real quick. It's going to be um, a little bit of old 28 days later. Um, really? like this movie one. just stuck out, man. Like when it mm. came out and you watched it, you were like, not quite to the level the first time I saw seven. Like I saw seven and the credits yeah. come up and I'm like, fuck. But 28 Days Later sticks out 
in a way that like a seven movie does. Like when it came out, dude, yeah. it was just like, this is raw. This is edgy. This is a little bit better directed than the movies we're getting right now. It had an extra flair to it. It was just very special and it stood out a whole lot. Uh, Danny Boyle's a lot of his movies do that. You know what I mean? Like sunshine, uh, shit like that. Like yeah. he has a way of, of just having this edge to it and how bad, you know, but sunshine's no Sharon stone. It's no yeah, Sharon stone. stone. Uh, but so good, dude. And like you said it all earlier about it already, but the fact that the zombies were scarier to me in this, mm-hmm. you could say they're not zombies, but to me, they're fucking zombies. They are. They're they zombies. were scarier. Uh, the whole thing, dude, when he's looking out in that empty landscape and just walking around and it's like, hello. And he wakes up in the middle of that shit. Like, and the movie's showing you like, he's fucking just dicks hanging out. And he's got like fucking needles in him That's and so shit gr- like that. Yeah, I know. Yeah. It's so mean. It's such a mean movie. And then you throw on top the fucking, and, and like, again, the army guys show up and the plot changes. Right. And, mm-hmm. and it turns into this, oh my God, we're going to try to repopulate the earth with one vagina. Congratulations. You're getting raped 17,000. What if it was Rosie O'Donnell? I guess everybody would just die. <laughs> but it was so creepy dude the way they did it the way they were like acting like they were friends and then like yeah. turned on him and then when he finally snaps there's so many layers to this movie when he snaps after going through all that shit and it's like fucking raining and shit and then that music the house and the heartbeat comes oh, on so good yeah and he john starts murphy. fucking john murphy yeah, killed it dude when he starts killing people you're like god damn this movie just took another fucking turn it was so good man dude, and you i know what a house in a heartbeat would that's the john murphy score that mike's talking about that's the the, the prevalent theme in 28 days later do what if that had been the Brightburn theme that would have been cool dude you can use house and heartbeat fucking anything anyway you know that's what true. I mean? like, I, i've watched plenty of fmb like i watched like uh final fantasy 7 with house in a heartbeat yeah <laughs> i've watched that on youtube but yeah it's true so uh but yeah another thing i want to add with 28 days later is that um did you ever? Did, I I don't know. I didn't notice it until I watched it uh, not long ago, but I watched it. And uh, does it not remind you? Of, like, this would be a perfect fucking movie. And the fact that they didn't do a, a music video to accommodate it for um, uh, the Verve pipe, because it reminds me of Bittersweet Symphony. Kind of, yeah. I can see that. I don't yeah, know. I, I, I like the way that Killian Murphy looks and the way he's it, it, like. I don't know. But yeah, dude, it's a great. It's an underrated movie. I think it's definitely underrated. I don't think a lot it, of people talk about it. And it sort of, in a way, is the Batman Begins of the zombie universe. I mean, it, it really grounded everything. It made it real. It made it scary. Um, so, well, yeah. you imagine that. You imagine, you know, you know, the zombie movies that we had come to know up to that point were usually always uh, they were already alert and aware, mm-hmm. and and that the, the zombie thing happens. But imagine being in the most vulnerable state that you could be in, wearing a hospital gown. Your dingling is like two seconds from being out in the open air, your butt cheeks are hanging out. You wake up in a hospital out of a coma. The doctors and nurses are gone and you have to figure out what the fuck is going on barefoot on. Dude, that's scary. Like you imagine that like, holy shit, that's scary. And and the scene where he goes back to his parents' house. That's fucked up, man. It's good. Great movie. Fuck. Great movie, man. Mm -hmm. Love it. Uh, 28 weeks later, by the way, not that big of a fan of, I hate how the fucking hero of the movie is a fucking cunt bag who let his family get eaten by zombies. 28 weeks. Oh yeah. Weeks. Well, I like Jeremy Renner in it. Yeah, he was good. Yeah, it was good. And, and the like scene it. where they're in the dark tunnel, that was badass, yeah, too. I love that, yeah. Uh, anyway, what's your number four? So honey? my number four, and again, I had to, yeah, I was, dude, I was like, I was like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know, though. Because, I mean, there's an argument here that it could be number one. And I get it. I gets you. Okay, I feel you, dog. But it's going to be Shaun of the Dead. And again, it's in my top five, guys, okay? Uh it's in my top five. Simon Pegg, Nick Frost, Shaun of the Dead. And it was one of those movies I rented. I rented this movie 
at Hollywood Video. I remember renting this movie, and I didn't know if I would like it or not. And like again, I've always had a fascination with zombie movies, but also been terrified by them. So I didn't know how I uh, how I would react to this. I watched Shaun of the Dead. First twenty five minutes, I stopped the movie. And I went to Walmart and I bought the fucking movie because <laughs> I was like, this is so unique. This is so different. This turns the entire zombie genre on its head and it does its own thing. It, it, it's funny. It's unique. It's heartfelt. It's it, it's it's got the horrific uh, graphic uh, zombie moments in it. And, and I, I like again, I, I loved I loved the friendship building. That happened between they were already friends, Nick Frost and Simon Pegg. I'm I'm talking about, but in the movie though, Sean and um, I can't remember the the, the you know uh, uh, Nick Frost's character in it, but it was so different from anything I've I've ever seen. And they pay homage, a hundred percent homage to George Romero, but they add their own twist and spin on comedy in it. I, dude, it's one of the best movies I've ever seen. Not just one of the best zombie movies I've ever seen. One of the best movies I've ever seen because of the friendship that is propelling this movie along throughout the entire movie. And that's what has always been special about uh, Simon Pegg and Nick Frost's friendship, uh, not just starting with Shaun of the Dead, going to Hot Fuzz, uh, all those movies that they've done together. It's always about the friendship at the middle of it that propels the movie. And it was so different. It was so different. I, I love to do it. And it was shot really well. Uh, dude, again, this the, 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 the director of this movie, uh, what was his name? Um, Edgar Wright. Edgar Wright was the same guy that was going to direct Ant-Man with Paul Rudd and we got yeah. we got butt fucked on that deal because he didn't want to you know set in a system that Marvel had you know because Marvel was being butt fucked by a Mickey Mouse but I would have loved to have seen his take Edgar Wright on Ant-Man because if it was any indication of how well he did with this movie and Edgar Wright's done other movies before but I'm just saying like he had this sensibility about it's all about friendship and love but then there's all this crazy shit going on around you and you have to power through it Dude, I would have loved to see what his version of Ant-Man would have been like, but I, I will tell you this movie in of itself, not only a great zombie movie, a great friendship movie, and as far as a drinking movie with your buddy, dead on. Hell yeah. The best, you know, you want to go to the pub? Yeah. The Let's Winchester. go to the Winchester. <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude. Couldn't agree more. I fucking love that movie with all my heart and farts, man. And um, uh, I was going to say something. I, I totally forgot what it was. Fuck me in the fucking mouth with a chainsaw. Shit. Mm-hmm. What was I going to say? Leatherface. Oh, yeah. We just reviewed Hot Fuzz, if you're an Edgar Wright fan. We did, like, a, I think it's like a 20-minute review on our Patreon for Hot Fuzz. That we, that went up today. So, um, my number four. Now we're getting to the fucking... <clears throat> we're getting mm. in the... <clears throat> Return come territory. of the living dead. Now, I've told this is my favorite Which zombie Which one, film. though? Part one so or part long. two? Part one. Part one. Yeah. Oh, uh, okay. With, with the, the punk one, you know? Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah fucking man like this movie was so, I, I, we were someone asked it was a patreon request and i never saw it before and we watched it and i was just like just goddamn in love with this shit dude mm-hmm. like i mean i was like this is like the movie it feels like it was personally made for me you got these fucking punkers it's like an old 80s version of slc punk almost so you got these punkers just hanging out in a cemetery getting wasted and then you've got of all fucking people thom matthews as this mm-hmm. punk kid who's like working in this this warehouse job, and then the fucking dad, uh, um, I keep wanting to say Miles. I know you're talking about. Um, oh my god, what's his name? James James Karen, I think is the actor's name. Hang on, let me look here. I, I gotta be sure. I think it's James Karen. Is the it was the dad from fucking Frasier, who's just this awesome, lovable. Uh, no, I got I got him confused with somebody else. 
Um, but anyways, he's an awesome, just lovable dude. And he's leading around showing the ropes. So when they show him that, that tank is like, there's zombies in here and the way they interact together and then how crazy everything goes from there. And then you've got this other set piece where they're in the park getting fucking, or they're in the cemetery getting butt naked and, and dancing naked on, on is that the fucking... weird biker chick that had her titties out. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, yeah. think this is a fucking costume. Like, I just I thought just that was Courtney love trying to get a role. <laughs> I didn't rewatch it. It's been too long since I've seen it, man. I think I've probably watched it like four times since that original Patreon thing. But I fucking adore this movie, man. It is it's a it's a punk it. movie. It's a zombie movie. It's a comedy. It's like kind of the Shaun of the Dead before Shaun of the Dead. I just and it, it shit gets so wild. That's the original brains thing, you know, that whole thing. And yeah. then the way the zombies like the way they actually get the uh, the ambulances to call more people in, and then they fuck them up and eat them too, and the special effects—it's just a goddamn near absolute perfect fucking wild ass ride of a movie that would just never ever get made today, dude. If this movie got made today, it would be made directed to VOD. It would have shitty fucking CGI bullshit. It would be yeah. horribly written. You just don't—they don't make them like that today, man. No, I, it God was great. Damn, I love this movie. Well, and, you know, a lot. Of, the only—it was confusing because Return of the Living Dead. And then Return of the Living Dead Part 2. Part 2 focused a lot more on the comedy aspect. It was more like Evil Dead 2 in regards to um, the zombie genre. But, yeah, they're both great. Uh, Return of, Actually, all three of them are really good. Return of the Living Dead Part 3 is actually really good, too. But, yeah, no, I get it, man. Uh, Return of the Living Dead, when I when I first saw that, I was like, what the fuck is this? It's not Ramiro. <laughs> like, <Yeah. laughs> it was, it was fun to watch. It was different. I uh, It was still scary. It, was, it had its own freaky moments in it. Like when that bully gets made into a zombie, is that that one? The bully um, that makes him go down to the. I might be. I'd be thinking of Return of the Living Dead Part Two. I think I'm thinking about. I think two. you are. I think you are. Part Three is good too. Like Part Three. Yeah, that's fun. the girl that stabs herself to stop from eating. That's a great fucking movie. By the way, I'm I'm having my fucking mind blown right now. Was that not the guy from fucking Frasier? The dad. No, no, the, the the guy that he works with in the warehouse. No, that was not the guy from Frasier. I thought well, I, thought, I, I thought for sure this entire fucking time that that was the goddamn dad from Frasier. No, dude, I was just letting you, like, I thought you were talking about somebody else. I was like, I don't know. You said something about the dad. I was like, he wasn't the dad. He was his partner. Oh, my God. That's fucking wild, dude. I was sure that they were was partners. Him. Yeah, they were just partners. They were just hanging. They were, like, in on the, they were doing a heist or something. They were just partners. No, I don't. I don't know what you. No, what I'm saying is like the the dad from Frasier. I thought no, I know was the guy. No, he wasn't. He, in, no, he was never in it. That he worked with in the warehouse. No, that was not him. That was his partner. Wow, that's that's fucking yeah, crazy. Crazy. That's crazy. Anyway, they look like that. No, if I you haven't it. seen it, fucking watch it, man. It's a good movie. Amazing. I'm gonna change my battery while you start your number three. Okay. 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 So my uh, my number three is going to be um, Night of the Living Dead the remake, uh, Tom Savini classic, a 1990. Um. The reason why it's so high on my list is is I remember watching this when I was a kid and it scared the fuck out of me. I actually watched the Night of the Living Dead remake with Tom Savini before I watched the original Night of the Living Dead, uh, George Romero. Night of the Living Dead, the remake with Tom Savini, was everything the original Living Dead was. It was just updated and, and it was with respect to George Romero. It changed the ending a little bit, but what it did better than the original was that it made the girl not a whiny uh chick or whatever she wasn't just like oh my god derek help me i'm stuck she actually had some balls to her and and you know she wasn't annoying either she wasn't one of those um 
over masculine chicks or something with a short haircut that's like i'm gonna be a bigger have a bigger dick than the most men she was just a girl that got caught up in what's happening and has to like you know step up or shut up and she does that so she's very entertaining to watch and i think that the relationship between her and the main um guy in it uh i i can't remember his name um is really cool to watch and 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 the zombies obviously look better because it's it's in 1990 as opposed to 1968 from the Ramiro or 67 from the Ramiro movie. It also has the um, bigger budget. And again, I just want to point it put into a uh, on record here, Your Honor, is that Savini did everything to pay homage and respect to Ramiro as far as the original. Uh, 1968 again uh night of living dead and all he did was just update it and add a few more like bells and whistles to it but kept the general heart of the story the same it scared the shit out of me man like to me the 1990 night of the living dead is my introduction to zombie movies you know because you know if you if you know again and we we talk about this generational but um you know, back then in the 60s, people were introduced to the Night of the Living Dead because of the Romero movie that came out, a low budget movie that was shot in Pittsburgh. And they saw it and they're like, holy shit, this is crazy, scary. Well, for me growing, I, I was born in 84 in 1990. That movie was rented when I was younger. And that was the first time I ever saw a fucking zombie. And then, and again, also Savini kept the, the, the material there, like the slow moving zombie. He just added the makeup effects and shit like that. And uh, and uh, yeah, dude, it's it's an incredible fucking goddamn movie. Like Night of the Living Dead, the remake is one of the few times I would say the remake is just as good as the original. Mm. I'm glad I'm glad that you put it on there, dude, because I'm glad it got some fucking love in this list because I was feeling really bad about it myself. Uh, I'm not. I love it. Yeah, I, I love it. Not. Like, it's fucking amazing, and it doesn't get the credit it deserves because of how good, dude. How easy would have been to make a piece of shit with that movie? Yeah, you could have. Like, he, well, and, and he could have just uh, copy pasted every fucking. Yeah. I mean, there was a lot of scenes that were the same in the original one, but he put his own twist on his own flavor. That's where yeah. the Psycho remake failed because they literally copy and pasted. They didn't put their own twist on it. Tom yeah. Savini made it unique to him. So yeah, exactly. And <laughs> it's off topic, but Cordy, I was literally about to say, hey, can someone tell me the score of the Mavs game? Because I'm a I'm a Mavs fan. I love fucking Dodgers, but like, thanks, Cordy. Said so I just want to let you. He, he had my back. He's like, I want you to know they're beating the shit out of the Warriors, which I love the Warriors too. So that's awesome. John, yeah, I can't wait for Jamal night. Mashburn to come off the bench. The <laughs> oh fuck! Okay, all right, so my number three is gonna be. Let me check. Find out. We're all finding out together, actually, um, at once. All right, now this one. You write down a notebook. See, I have it on notebook, old well, pen and paper. I have it on my letterbox. All pen and paper. Dick. Practice those hands. My letterbox. I'm going to put it in. Uh, my number three is going to be Reanimator. Uh, now, this is where it gets weird. Some people might not call this a zombie movie. It's a fucking zombie You're a piece movie. of I don't know shit, what to tell you. No, you're it's not. It's a zombie movie, bro. You're a liar, buddy. dude. You're a liar. They don't eat Reanimator's flesh. a fucking zombie movie, dude. It just is. It is. It's not. Now, I think, do they, I mean, they... These, no, these, I don't know. They don't think they, they might eat anybody. flesh a little bit. They might get a little bite in there. These these zombies are crazy. <laughs> it's like I'm hungry, man. That leg looks satisfying. Yeah, they <laughs> might fucking do it. Dude. Who knows? But yeah, that's fine. They might do it. But no, it's it's reanimator for me, dude. And it was hard not making this number one. Like fucking Jeffrey Combs, man. Uh, and I really almost never talk about this movie, dude. But I goddamn adore it, man. I the acting was so fucking good, and the story was so fun. And this movie just had. Mar- you have no models. This movie had so much nutsack, dude. Mm. The shit that they showed, the the grotesque stuff that they did, 
uh fucking barbara crampton dude uh how fucking hot and amazing oh yeah was she, she was I, yeah i remember that yeah they literally have this fucked up scene dude where this she cramped my dick up from the jacking <laughs> off i mean you want to talk about horror <laughs> ha- having your own dad put you on a table and then have this dude who's holding his own head like forcibly like licking your boobs like how fucked up was that and that's not that why nasty. i like the movie yeah but the movie but he didn't buy her tits all. off at least Right, but it was dude. The movie had it all. It had over the top, but amazing. Goddamn, Jeffrey Combs should have got a fucking Oscar for this movie. I'm sorry, he's it's, really he's good. I know he good. really was. No, I agree. No, I agree. It's so goddamn good. And then just the, the whole lead up to it, the, the way that everything paced itself, and then got crazier and crazier and crazier. And then, dude, sometimes you're watching that movie and you're just like, I, I cannot believe the fucking. It's like it gets on the interstate and just puts the fucking pedal to the metal, dude, and it's just driving like a fucking bastard out of hell. It's just insane, like the fireworks that happen in this movie, and that the, the over the top acting on top of it, yeah. and then just this—it's a smart movie, it's a fun movie, it's a fucked up movie, it's a scary movie, it's the whole fucking package, dude. It's a goddamn ten. I love this movie. I'm glad so that you had a good time with the Reanimator. That's I that's did. sometimes I call my dick the Reanimator when uh, my wife wakes me up to have sex. Yeah, you go to sleep it's with whiskey re- dick, but then you wake up hard. I'm dick back. is like the Reanimator. It's like, well, I'll just, I'll just suck it. <laughs> just suck it and like it'll reanimate but Dear yeah god I, it's coming back. by the way i know you're gonna get some hate on that but it is what the guys again we've already talked about that this is a general top 10 uh i i identify uh with the zombies as a flesh-eating variety but as far as a zombie top 10 if you want to make one just make a zombie movie that you feel comfortable with it doesn't matter okay let's just have fun i feel like i'm goddamn bob ross here yeah it, it's What's your so- painting it's your painting you know, if yeah. you want to have some happy trees and some mountains in the background, go ahead. And if hey, look, if you watch the special features to to Reanimator, I, they all refer to them as zombies. I mean, they refer to them as zombies. Like yeah, the zombie was doing this and that. So I'm like, hey, fuck, it's a zombie. Well, I'm not mad at you, Mike. I know that you're not. And so okay. far, no one's yelled at me yet in the chat. So I appreciate. Well, I, I'm I'm yelling on the inside, but I'm not saying it on the outside. <laughs> Spread your butt cheeks and let that butt demon out. I may be I may be laughing on the outside, but on the inside, I'm crying. <laughs> Uh, so my number two is, uh, and you know, I, I you know, we got to get, cause we got some stuff we got to do here. So my number two is going to be the original George Romero, not the living dead, 1968. I mean, what can you say that's not been said about this, uh, wonderful, fantastical movie that set the standard for all zombie movies. It's the grandfather. It's the progenitor. It's what is the zombie movie as we've come to know zombies, uh, and, and what's really impressive about this movie is the fact that uh, George Romero was able to make this on a cheap ass budget. He didn't go to L.A. because he couldn't afford it, really. And he didn't want to. He, he shot it in Pittsburgh, P.A., uh, on a very, very low budget. He used friends and family as the extras and background characters or whatever. And he hired some really good actors uh, on the on the, four, the ones that were going to be on on the screen. And ultimately what it did was it, it set the tone that that forever is what we see as zombies. Um, and the political commentary on this was really well done. And it was, it was very, it was during a time obviously where, you know, uh, you know, uh, the civil rights movement was, was happening and, uh, and white people were just assholes and, and, and black people were being, uh, tormented. And there was a lot of bad things happening during that time. And he chose to use a black man as his lead role, which was very unheard of back at that time. But now I did read somewhere later on that it actually had nothing to do with that. He just said, I picked the guy for the bet. You know, I picked the guy that was best for the role, which is how it should always be. And even during that tumultuous time, uh, Romero was like, I just picked the guy that I thought did a good job. And the political commentary came out afterwards. 
which is, you know, I respect that because he was like, I didn't really, you know, maybe I didn't set off to make it like this or that or this. And it just kind of fell in my lap in, you know, in that regard. And as I was making it, I realized more and more, yeah, this is like, this is a political commentary movie, but it's also scary. And and I want to get people's asses in the seat. So I'm going to have some horror in it. But uh, overall, again, how you don't give it up for the granddaddy of granddaddies as far as like, you would not have the zombies that we have today and know and love without this movie. And George Romero was a master at storytelling. He was a master at political commentary with subtlety and, and style. And, and he, and he was a master of visual arts. I mean, he brought, even in that, when you watch that today, it's still got some freaky ass fucking shit in it in, in black and white. When that little girl kills her own fucking mom with the goddamn, um, garden hoe. It's like, she was always a hoe, but her <laughs> daughter said, you so I hoe. know it, but no, it was, it was weird. And then the ending, the ending was sad. It was impactful. The very end of this movie where, you know, the, the her friend, you know, the guy that had survived the night with her gets shot. Not because he was black. I mean, it wasn't not necessarily about that, but it was kind of like, but there was a message in there, right? The guy survives. He had survived all night in the basement. And then he opens the door. Everyone's here to, you know, to rescue him. And he gets fucking shot by a bunch of, you know, um, redneck dudes that were like all bent up about killing zombies. And, there's a lot of things to unpack with that movie. Like if you watch that movie, there's a lot of things to unpack, especially during the time frame and even how it relates to today. But it was just a great movie, though. Overall, what a what a great movie and on such a low budget, and that he was able to do that and like forever stamp his name in horror legend. Yeah, yeah, and you know, I think you're a fucking asshole, but I'm just gonna say that you know, what's Ninata? We're the same. We're yeah, the Mike, same person. I, yeah, Mike put that hey. the night tight living dead. Yeah. yeah, dude. You can't argue with it. You can't argue with it. Uh, you know, it's because we suck each other's dick so much we're on the same cycle. But listen to me, mm-hmm. all right? I did with this whole diatribe earlier about how look, just because it's the older one doesn't mean it's the better one. We all talked yeah. about that. And we also talked about how we grew up in a generation of zombies that run. And to us, that's just scarier. Then you go back and watch these older versions, you can appreciate them, but they're not as scary. Um that being said, I put my foot in my mouth or the dick in my mouth with balls or uh, whatever's in there. Yeah, uh, preferably, it's my first favorite. choice for sure. Um, whatever you want. Boobies. I love boobies in my mouth. Mm-hmm. Like, who doesn't love boobies in their mouth? Like, I just take them and just motorboat and son of a bitch, you know? They're nice. But put it all in my mouth. I'll take I got a big mouth. I can put a lot of stuff in there. Um, I can Rolling fit your is. whole tit in my mouth if that's what you want me He's to do. He's taking John it's Holmes. Like a, it's a party trick. Mm-hmm. Um what I'm trying to say is I love popsicles and also Night of Living Dead. Look, <laughs> I'm going to put my foot in my mouth a little bit with this, but this is different. Night of Living Dead's different. Like it is, I know it's not the first zombie movie of all time, but isn't it? You know what I mean? Like, isn't it the first? Well, what fucking, we know of is zombies. Yeah. Flesh yeah. Like, it, yeah. It, it may not be the first, but it's the fucking first. Like, you want to tell me yeah. that? Like, I know there's like a uh, Peeping Tom or whatever is the first slash. Well, white whatever, zombie came but out. But isn't the Black 40s. Christmas yeah. the first slash? You know what I mean? Like, that we all look at this. This is the grandfather of zombie movies. Mm-hmm. It did start it all and it did change things. It, and like you said, the whole political commentary, it came from the most beautiful possible place you could imagine. You had a, a, at this time in the world, you had a black man as the leading man yeah. uh, and crushed it and was fucking amazing. And he that's was why right I didn't watch it at first. And they they weren't <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. <guys. laughs> they, they, they weren't even trying to do that. You know what I mean? Like yeah. Romero slipped in shit, but it turned out to be gold. You know what I mean? Like, and yeah, but he, he wasn't. But what was really, really interesting, I, I'm going to let you get to your point. Uh, but I, I just think it's interesting is the fact that Romero hired the best actor for the job. Mm-hmm. And, and he just happened to be black. 
And again, you know, it's one of those things for me is like if you and I were scripting a movie and we had a character in mind that was going to be the lead role uh, and he was going to be strong, independent. He was going to be, you know, you know, the guy that you can look for to answer or to have answers. I, you would just interview you would there'd be no like black, white, whatever. You just yeah. audition and be like, that's the dude. And and then yeah. what I think Ramiro realized, like, oh, yeah, this may be a political commentary because people didn't want a black lead. Yeah, and it's and it's beautiful the way that story worked out. You had the asshole guy mm-hmm. who was like, "I'm going downstairs," and he's like, "You do what you want, you oh, son yeah, of a yeah, bitch! Yeah. I'm downstairs eating titties." Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he said, uh, "Eating canned beans." Uh, but like, it was a beautiful thing, man, because he did the right thing, especially at that time in the world. He picked the guy who was right, and he was clearly the right guy for the role, and it made his fucking yeah. movie, and it made his career. And then he realized, hey, I've changed the world in a way, in a small, in my own small way, I changed the world, and they created the trajectory that all of these movies uh, went on. Uh, yeah. So that's why he decided to make Dawn of the Dead this commentary. It's why he decided to do Day of the Dead this commentary on, on, on the world. And it was just a beautiful movie, dude. And it, it's a beautiful movie that changed everything, and it changed everything for the right ways. And, but it was also scary too. Yeah, and it, and it and it it just it's it's fucking just so solidified as the movie that really really started all this uh in yeah, my and, mind so and you know, you, know you, you can even look at it like um you know uh not living dead the political commentary aside from the fact that the one of the leads were black which is obviously a huge um uh step step for uh george romero in the late 60s but also in the fact that he was almost saying and to me when i was watching it was the hordes of uh ignorant moronic zombies that were coming out of the grave trying to kill them or whatever could be a representation of at that time uh this backlash on black people being accepted in society as equals Mm -hmm. so the the hordes of zombies that were coming out of the grave to try to kill them uh you could look at that as the main um thought process of a lot of people in america that time that were like no, 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 this is a threat to our normalcy, our normal life, and we will not be, you know, like that. So I feel like that's why, the, but it was so fucking smart and so well done because that's why you're still talking about it this many years later because it was so smartly done. Yeah. And and that's why George Romero is a master. He's one of the masters of horror, for sure, for that reason alone. But okay. I'm going to go pee now before I get to my number one. So you go to your number oh, one, and I'll, right. I'll I'll fucking do that. Mm-hmm. You weak bladder, son of a bitch. I'll yeah, suck it I, out I, I'm like a camel. I'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, my number one. I feel like you guys have to know what it is. All right, somebody guess in the chat. What do you think the number one's going to be at this point? What do you think the number one's going to be at this point? I think it has to be pretty obvious. If you know anything about me as a human being, you should know what my number one is at this point. And this is going to upset people, you know? It's not as important. That is important. Um, uh, Vinny, I love you. That's a good guess. I just don't consider Evil Dead a zombie movie. You can, and I would appreciate that. Uh, Army of the Dead, really, guys? Like, Army of the Dead was fun. But above these fucking movies? And our first, Tom Tomo got it. It's Backdoor Sluts 9. It is. Uh, Courtney, uh, Evil Dead. Evil Dead tonight! Evil Dead tonight! Um, Blu-ray Addict has it, my friends. It is Shaun of the Dead. Uh, this is, you know, I get it. I get it. If you're mad at me right now, you're like, I'll come the fuck on, Mike. Take yourself seriously. I never have and I never will. But what I will tell you is that I love pleasuring myself. And also, I love pleasuring others, uh, sexually in the bedroom. Um, it's pretty much what I'm famous for. Um, you know, you guys might not know this about me, but I'm a world-class lover. 
I just am. I mean, people come in that bedroom and they don't leave the same. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, it's true. But also, Shaun of the Dead's a really good movie. And the reason it is to me is just, just dude, it's just like, it's hard for me not to put this number one. Top five rewatchable movies just of all time for me. Just of, of all time. Like, not just zombie movies. You're talking about movies you can just watch any day of the goddamn week and just feel fucking amazing. Uh, and just have the best time and not even fucking blink or check your watch once. And it, and, it, and it, you know what? It's fucking underrated. It is underrated. It's not all fucking dick games and, and smacking yourself in the nuts just to see if you can still feel something as a human being. This movie is actually way more emotional than it gets credit for. All right. It's a coming of age story for <laughs> albeit an older man uh, who, you know, uh, who's, you know, a little older, but like, it's a coming of age movie. What he's going through with his friend, you know, the whole sort your fucking life out, mate. And his, his girlfriend wanting to leave him because all he wants to do is go to the bar with his friends. He can't move up in his job and his life. He's still hung up on the fact that his mom married a guy he doesn't like. He's basically kind of a kid, but he's growing up in the world, all that stuff going on. He's got this best friend who he loves, but it's just kind of fucking up his life, you know, uh, and, and dragging him down. But eh, th- there's a lot more themes in this movie than it's ever given credit for, man. And dude, when fucking Phil actually finally dies, or he's dying, and and Sean's in the back seat and he's like crying, you know, like that. I that movie actually tears me up. And it's it's got a, it's got a romance story. It's a fun movie. It's a best friends movie. It's got it's got uh, obviously it's got zombies. It's got fun gore. It's got musical sequences in it. I mean, there is literally nothing Shaun of the Dead doesn't have as a film, and it's just overlooked because it's fun and and whatever. But like, it is a way better movie then people even get it credit for it. As much as people love it, it makes you laugh, cry, piss yourself. And, you know, there's some cool zombie stuff in it too, to boot. But I don't know. I, I could sing the movie, the fucking praises for this movie till the cows come home. I know everybody loves it. Like everybody loves Shaun of the Dead, but I still feel like people don't really appreciate how deep the actual movie is in itself. I do think the only thing I would ever say bad about this movie is that I don't like how how Nick Frost's character is in the garage playing video games at the end. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, that's the only thing I don't like. I'm like, ah, you guys kind of did something weird with that. Um, but yeah, I fucking love this movie, man. Go back and watch it. Jay Diamond says, no World War Z or the crazies. World War Z, I thought, was like a, just like barely a middle-of-the-road middle of movie, my man. Like, I, I fell asleep watching that. I, granted, I was working third shift, and Jay and I had like three beers in the theater at like 10 a.m. That being said, I still fell asleep in it. It's an entertaining movie. It's fine, but I would never, ever consider it for me close to my top 10. Um, but I know people do love it. And if it's in your top 10, I think that's fucking dope as shit, man. I really do. Uh, uh, Michael Parton guesses that Jay's number one is going to be Day of the Dead. We shall see. He did get pissed when I had it on my list low, so low. So you might you might be right on that. Um, Jagerbomb said World War Z is my number one. Don't judge me. No judgment, dude. No judgment at all. I think that's fucking awesome that you love it so much. And how cool is it Brad Pitt was in a fucking zombie movie, right? It should have been better, in my opinion, just because it had it in it. But what are you going to do? Uh, could you imagine if David Fincher had actually gotten that movie and directed it? Holy tit bags from Texas. Austin said, Xenomorphs versus zombies, who you got? Xenomorphs. Zombies could never figure out how to kill Xenomorphs, dude. They would fuck their faces up. There's no way zombies would ever have the smarts to figure. They're not easy to kill, man. They're hard to kill like Steven Seagal. There's no way. No way, no how. No way a phone just rings at a police station. No way, no how. Um, but, okay. So I'm trying to get to your old Super Chats that we did miss while I wait for Jay to come back here. And I will tell you this. I love a good sex sandwich. Or just sandwiches in general. I really like sandwiches a lot. 
Who doesn't love a sandwich? Salami sandwiches are the best. And that's not a dick reference, but it could be. Um, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? Hey! You oh, fucking... you put Shaun of the Dead up there. Yeah, I did. It was my number one, you piece of butt toast. You piece of burnt butt toast. Hey, I'm a toast man. I'm going to guess you backwards and fart in your mouth. <laughs> uh, <laughs> hey, so, somebody guessed. <laughs> fart in your mouth. I want to shit these walls, right? Yeah, I am. Someone guessed something, and I actually, at first I was like, no, nah, but then I was like, no, nah, you're right, dude. I actually think, dude. What? I actually think that they were right. I think that your number one is going to be Day of the Dead. No, it's not. It's, it's not? It, nope. What is it? It's uh, your mom. It's Day of the Dead, isn't it? Yeah, it is Day of the Dead. Ah! Day of the Dead. Uh, 1985, Day of the Dead is my favorite zombie movie of all time. Um, I, I mean, there's various reasons why I love this movie so much. I love the military aspect to it. I, I liked that they were, again, it, it goes back to, um, George Romero being a master of, of, of uh, subtle type of social commentary, because during that time, it was all, you know, uh, the Reagan years, it was all about like, you know, military power and this or that or that. And so he had all that in that movie. But man, the acting in that movie was so amazing. And the music was so well done. And the the effects were so awesome. <laughs> I'm running this mucky show now, Frankenstein, and I want to know how you're wasting my time. I know that's not exactly how it goes, but it's something like that. I'm sorry if I scared some of you if you're wearing headphones, but, dude, it was so incredible. It was so claustrophobic. It had so many great effects to it. It had um, so many great characters to it. And, and again, um, the, the the subtle type of of uh, social commentary that George Romero offered through it was unheralded. I, I I still don't think. I mean, I know there's been directors from or since then that have done a good job of of of, of showcasing their particular commentary on on societal uh, where we are as a society. But I think that George Romero has always been a master's degree at, at doing that. And in Day of the Dead. Uh, I watched that movie and I'm terrified um, again because of the makeup effects and, and the kills are so, so, so good, but the relationships are, are well done. The build up to the end is so well done. Um, it's just, it's, it's, it's one of those, it, to me, it's the pinnacle of a zombie film. Uh, it's got all the elements into it uh, or, or in it to make it so, uh, great. It's got the human element to it. It's got the horror element to it. It's got the effects in it. It's got the the environment. It's got the atmosphere. It's got everything. And um, yeah, man, to this day, I think that Day of the Dead is the best zombie movie ever. In mean, period. Uh, and, and not only, not only, um, you know, um, when you look at um, well, you know, not only because of all the other stuff that I just mentioned, but uh, when you look at Bub, right? <laughs> the zombie that Dr. Frankenstein was was training um, to find his humanity again. And he does, you know, in some small way, uh, Bub does. And, and then uh, after finding it, uh, because of the piece of shit that the, and I can't remember his name, he, and he's so good. And I'm sorry, I can't remember his name the the sergeant um 
or lieutenant, I, I can't remember, the main army guy in the movie uh, kills Dr. Frankenstein, and that robs Bub of, of any chance of, of possibly coming. I, I don't know, man. It, like, it's, it's heartbreaking, and, and it's haunting. It's, it flows in, incredibly well, the entire movie. And and it puts you at a state of unease, and um, but it also makes you understand, I guess, uh, what they're going through. It, it really puts you in, in in their place. I think it does a, an incredible job of doing that, especially a movie from the mid '80s, uh, and it still holds up even today. I think the very opening of that movie with the with the guy walking up and his jaw falling off and the fucking tongue—it's so goddamn good. It's so it's so visceral the the way it looks it's so amazing and um honestly i and you know i'm just gonna go out on a limb here with my wiener in my hand because i'm probably wrong here okay george of the jungle situation i'm gonna go out on a limb here but i feel like day of the dead is what they based uh the resident evil games on you know this paramilitary organization can trying to control a virus trying to get ahead of it you know we we can solve it and we have these underground research bunkers and we have these scientists that uh, in some respects, some of them have no ethics and they'll go, you know, they'll even use um, uh, corpses to feed uh, these, these zombies in order to get their scientific experiments like Dr. Dr. Frankenstein did in order to get, you know, what, you know, their final goal is. I feel like resident evil was based on day of the dead. Like a hundred percent, I think it was. They, they looked at Day of the Dead and they're like, "That's what an unethical um, uh, corporation would do." Is they would be like, "Oh, we're just doing research on on how to cure people," but in reality, they're not. They, I just thought it was great, man. And, and the claustrophobia of that whole underground bunker, and and they all live together, and it's like everyone on top is dying. And, you know, like all the people in charge and now they have to rely on each other. But of course, it's not going to go that way. Uh, There's a movie called uh, The Divide with uh, Justin. uh, No, not Justin Long. uh, uh, Milo Ventimiglio. I can't. I never could say his name. The Divide. Yeah. uh, No, Milo is the the, (laughs) Rocky Balboa son. Yeah. Uh, But yeah, uh, there's the movie called The Divide and, and how people turn on each other. Um, and it, 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 that's a disturbing ass movie. I feel like Day of the Dead is incredible. <clears throat> it's got so many good, like there's so many different slices of cake uh, of why that movie is good. But I, but I do. It, it ultimately comes down to the fact that when you know when push comes to shove, you're not going to work together. It's just going to be like who's got the guns and and I want to be in charge. And and that's the way it works. Unfortunately, that's the way it works. And and again, I, the social commentary, in my opinion, was that man will fuck man over in the butt usually when they have a chance to it. be umero uno. And yeah. uh, that's what's scary about me. And then you know, there's so many great. And again, I can't remember that guy's name. He's like choke on him when he's being pulled apart, and he's like choke on him when they're eating his intestines, there's so many fucking, or, or the guy when he's like, woo. And he's like, he knows he's going to die and he's shooting everybody. And they pull off his fucking scalp into his eyeball and the way it looks. Oh my God. It's gnarly as fuck, dude. It's so, gnarly and it fuck. still holds up. I mean, Tom Savini, I, I don't know how he didn't win an Academy award for special effects on that particular movie. That movie was incredible with special effects alone and practical effects, by the way, 
and um, yeah, I, it just overall, it, like, it, it, you know, you get that, you know, I know the famous line was in Dawn of the Dead, but I feel like it was more effective in Day of the Dead when he was like, when there's no more room in hell, the dead will walk the earth. And then, when, you know, he explains to her, he's like, well, why would God do that? He's like, maybe because he's tired of people not believing him. Maybe because he says, I don't fuck around or whatever he says. It was so good. Yeah, it's a fucking great movie, dude. I appreciate that it's number one on your list. It needs more love in this world. Just like my butt. Yeah. What? That's our top ten, guys. That's our top ten Zion movies of all time. I feel like everyone's list on this would be relatively different. You know what I mean? But there are many like it, but this one is ours. Yeah, this one I is agree. ours. Yeah, and this I agree with what do. your statement was through messages. Okay, that's good. I'm glad that you did because mm-hmm. we're on the same page and we're a team. And that's that's what we have to be as a team. So, but, yeah, but again, again, uh, this is our top 10 list. It doesn't have to be your top 10 list. And uh, these are uh, based on enjoyability, what you enjoyed. And uh, if you were involved in the, in, in the movies that you were watching. So again, it's not going to be, it's not perfect. And it's not a critical uh, type of uh, list. We're not goddamn Siskel and Ebert up here. All right. But so, Hey, put your, after the video is over, don't go yet. But after the video is over, put your all's top 10 zombie mm-hmm. lists in the comments below. I would love I to see, see I, that shit. And, and look, I, we read your all's comments. Okay, we do. And by the way, if you guys don't mind, like the video. It helps. And, and definitely comment under the video with your top 10 like Mike suggested because it really does help. And we, and we read your comments. We really do. So it's really nice. Fucking A. Fucking yeah, I, I A, Cotton. Like when, I, I especially liked it when I read a comment was like, I hope Mike and Jay just die of the worst nuclear disaster in their buttholes ever. <laughs> I like Chad. Your list doesn't match my list. What the hell do I do? <laughs> and you go to complain to uh, www.idontgiveafuck.com. And <laughs> I love you, it, dude. You lodge your complaint. I love it. Chad's right. because People get so upset about that. Like, I'm shocked that someone has been. Yeah, zombie was great, but Halloween kills fucking sucked. You know it. <laughs> it's weird. I, I, it's I always been like that. Me. I don't know. Yeah. But, you know, it's like, it, you know, people are like assholes in opinions. I mean, you know, you have the same or the other. But, yeah. But more often than not, the people around here are cool as fuck. And I no, yeah. That. We always have a good time during the live streams. Obviously, you guys are cool as fuck. And we, we really like hanging out with you. And you guys listen to us. And you guys are like commenting on what you agree with or di- don't agree with. And, and that's cool. Uh, and, and you do it in a respectful way, but then you, you know, after the video goes up and you get like these goddamn people that collect Pokemon still, um, you know, on hey, their a phones. lot of people collect Pokemon. No, but on their phones, like they still do that Pokemon go shit and they're like going into, <laughs> you know, women's locker rooms and be like, Oh, I followed it in here. It's not because I was a pervert. The Pokemon was hiding between that girl's <laughs> vagina and my finger happened to do that. <laughs> it's a joke, but, yeah, but yeah, uh, it, you know, it, it is nice to, uh, to hang out with you guys but yeah there are a lot of assholes out there and you know they will continue to be here's what we're going to do guys as we close out the show tonight we're each going to do a taste test jay's going to try a new beer which Mm. is always fucking fun Mm. and i got a box of goodies from now we were going to do this part together but it says treats treats just saving the world just treats through food hey look i got you some treats that shit looks like it should be on the simpsons you know how like he drinks? It's just called beer or Duffy beer. It's called Duffy yeah. beer. This this comes from so like you can get this in a subscription box, okay? And the way I understand it is, and I'll put a link down below when we're done with the video. But the way I understand it is, they send you these treats and like candies and shit from like all over the world. So it's like shit you wouldn't be able to try here in America, mm. but you get them all mixed together. In this yeah, box. it gives you diabetes instantly when you eat it. Yeah, you got That's why this. it's illegal here. 
this box here. And I gotta be careful because I'm on that that fucking diet. So I'm probably gonna have to literally like spit the shit out after I try it. It's gonna be gross, but I won't do it on camera, I promise. But that's called bulimia. No, I'm not gonna throw it up. I'm oh. not gonna oh fuck, there's candy Don't spilling they throw out it up? Oh, fucking they, everywhere. I thought they, they spit it out. I mean No, that's bulimic. If you're bulimic, you or it's that. called porn. I saw an HBO special about it. So all right, dude. You got it's oh, they sent you these little cards and it's like welcome to Thailand. Mm. We're in Thailand. That looks like a that looks like a, a message that I was invited to Mortal Kombat. <laughs> so the double goes, dragons. Yeah, you're welcome. You're invited to the tournament of tournaments. So it's, it's it says all these treats are from Thailand, mm. and then it says explore Thailand. It's got all these little Thailand facts. Uh, it explains the treats inside the box, dude. There's way too much shit in here for me to try at one time. We'll but, just pick a couple of them, dude. Look at this triple M, dude. That looks like a firework. Yeah, triple M. That looks like a sparkler. It says it's, it's packaged. It says it's spicy. All right, we'll just try this yeah, right off the sparkler. bat. It's green. It's a stick. It's the hawk's dick. I uh, might as well suck it. Dude, dude, stick? I wish you were here. It smells yeah, like fucking seaweed. It might be seaweed. Dude, it smells like. Uh, uh. Yeah, go ahead and eat that turd. No, dude, it looks, like Amber, like... it looks like Amber Heard's shit that she left on the bed. Dude, it's like, look at that. Yeah. That looks like a dick belonging to a guy named Jerome. What the? He's gonna put it right. From... <laughs> what the? I'm just gonna go... Dude, it looks a, like algae. Take a bite off the top. It doesn't smell good yeah. either. Fuck. Yeah, you like it. Go ahead, test it out. <laughs> Mike's coming at it. Mike, Mike's coming at it like he's never sucked a dick. Yep. It's good. There no, you dude. go. Oh, dude, it's not good. Yeah, it's seaweed. Yeah. Uh, oh god, dude, it's fucking nasty as fuck. No. Swallow it. Dude, Swallow it. Like fish. Dude, it tastes like fish algae on the side of a fucking toad. You look fuck. like Andy Dufresne in the deleted scenes of Shawshank Redemption when he oh. actually had to suck the dick of the sisters. The fuck is wrong with you, Thailand? Dude, it's so... Oh, God, dude. Dude, it tastes it's, like it's the seaweed. shit that they wrap around sushi that you're not... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's some good stuff. <laughs> hey, that's probably that's probably uh, health conscious, too. That's probably got like two calories in it. You're eating the seafloor. It's fine. Dude, I got. I got a really strong stomach. You're not gonna gain stomach. anything. I got Man, a really strong. Listen, it tastes if you like eat sushi. seaweed. You're literally eating the seafloor. Do you gain carbs? No. Dude. You're eating. You're like one of those like those fish that like eat the shit up in an aquarium. It's no big deal. Dude, it's fucking those... disgusting. <laughs> I bet it looks like shit. It Dude, looks it like actually... swamp things root. Dude, it actually. <laughs> it actually tastes like. It tastes like what it looks like. It tastes like the shit on this. It's it's Dude, like if I licked an old fucking fish tank, man. Yeah, like it looked like Swamp Thing's dick. God damn it, that was disgusting. Anyway, you can't blame Thailand. They're under threat right now. Okay. <sighs> Dude, my stomach actually fucking hurts. Like I might don't. I, I would only eat a couple more. Uh, this is caramel flavored usaga, usagi, usagi. Oh, usagi, usaga. Oh, usagi. Yeah. It's what? ooh so soggy. Why would you send somebody that? Because they like seaweed. Oh, dude, they're smacks. It's basically smacks, like the cereal smacks. Oh, yeah, that's probably easy. Yeah. Look. Yeah, they look good. Little... They're like uh, sunflower seeds. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's yeah, they're good. good. That tastes yeah. just like the cereal smacks. So you probably put milk on them. I can, resume, I can recommend usagi. Hmm. That's really fun. Or, uh, uh, yeah, smacks, right? The little... Mm-hmm. Caramel nuts, yeah. That's what smacked for, yeah. I won't try this because everybody's had this before, right? Pocky, pocky, the cookie pocky. They're fucking delicious. They look like Swisher sweets. 
Oh, this is interesting, dude. Look. It's like a Lay's. It's sweet, sweet basil. Hmm. Sweet basil? I bet that's fucking good, actually. Uh, yeah, but it's like coffee. you had no other flavors, and you just threw basil on your potato chip? Ooh, that's a strong... That's not the smell you want to crawl into bed next to your wife with on Yo, your She smells like that. She's been fucking an elf. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I do like basil. Though. I don't know why elves would smell like basil, but because the packaging is green. That's really good. Like vinegar? Or is it like a, like a vinegar? Uh, like a, No. It's pretty smooth tasting. It's like sour cream and onion-ish kind of, but like basil. Um, why don't you, you just know? call it sour cream and onion? Oh, man, I'm going to give me one more of those just for a good measure. <laughs> it's like in a... Mall rats when he eats the chocolate covered pretzel, he's like, and what's more for what, like I always say, like one t- one good turn deserves another, and he's eating the shit pretzel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those poopy pretzels. Um stink palmed him. You got chicken sticks. Chicken sticks. Yeah, chicky stick. I can imagine what yeah, chicky sticks. I imagine what that tastes like. I bet those are kind of tasty. I'm looking yeah. forward to trying that later. And then I'm getting through this now. Oh no, dude. What is that? No, is that a... no, no, what is it? no, no, no. You just describe what your wife said when she saw your dick <laughs> <laughs> for the first time. <laughs> Dude, this looks like, speaking of which, this looks like dick skin. Well, what is it? Dude, fuck me in the fucking mouth. Out. It's is squid... it dick skin? Dude, it's skin. It's squid seafood snack. Oh, that's going to be delicious. It's bento squid seafood snack. Look at that. It really does look like a dick shed at skin. Yeah. Like your you dick know, shed its yeah, skin before it, yeah, it crawled back in your pants. I, I'll bet Johnny Depp felt like that when he was eating her out. Oh, Jesus Christ, dude. Oh, I'm going to do it. So nasty. Dude, I don't it's want the, to. It's probably the same flavor. Oh, fuck. I don't, dude, I'm actually afraid to smell, smell it. Smell it. Take a big whiff of it first. Take a big whiff of No, open your... Open it. Take a big whiff of it. <laughs> Just take it. Oh, yeah. Do that. Get in there. Get in there. Put your nose all the way in there. Yeah. <laughs> it smells like straight asshole. I know. I'll bet. Dude, it smells just like the other shit did. It smells just like the fucking goddamn fucking Farouk fucking. It smells like the the the, the shit on the side of a fish tank again. Yeah, the, yeah, the seafood. Dude. Dude, I, fucking, I would say I wish though. you were here. But you I don't want. I'm not. I wouldn't eat that. Oh I god, know. dude. That looks like you're gonna eat snake skin. It's like a fucking. That looks like snake skin. It's like a fish's skid mark. That's what I say. Yeah. Oh. Dude, it's sticky too, man. Yeah, it's like they dried Dude, out your underwear and fucking... made a fucking treat out of it. Dude, it's stuck to my fucking finger. It's like a, it's like the devil's fucking ass wafers. Eat it's it. like a it's like an anus bridge. Eat that. Eat that. There you go. Yeah, put it in there. Go ahead, put it on your tongue. Let it dissolve. I can't fucking do it, man. Yeah. There you go. You got it. Uh, I bet it's good. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah, you love it. I can't. Don't act like you don't love it, though. No, dude. It, it's sweet. <laughs> Ooh, it's got a sweet. No, 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 no. I'm mm-hmm. not fucking. Ugh. What is this? Dude? I gotta put something else in my mouth really fast before I get fucking sick. It's is that one hundred grand? It's, it's a Tyler. Like, oh, it's, it's a Thailand fucking Kit Kat. Oh. Probably made with seaweed. It's actually fucking good. Okay, and then there's a white Kit Kat, and then you racist throwing that away. 
Oh, no, Capicol. It's cappuccino candy. I bet that's fucking delicious. It's probably really fucking good. goddamn squid cunt. I mean, yeah. Tastes like fucking, I ate out of squid just now. Yeah. And then mango. Ooh, it's gummies. There's a mango yeah, gummy. That's pretty yeah. cool. It yeah. good. It's like a birth yeah. control gummy. Okay. Okay. All right. So. Overall, pretty good, except for like two of them. Yeah, I mean, two of them made me want to fucking die. But does somebody want this shit? I'll mail it to you right fucking now. If you want some squid, yeah, it's you been want, in your you fucking want, mouth, and you've opened it up. If you want shedded dick skin in your mouth, if you want sweet tasting shedded straight dick, dick skin cheese. in your dick fucking cheese. mouth, <laughs> dick cheese. But I'll put the link below if you guys want to have your own fun. I mean, I had a good time, even though I really... Dude, it's all mixing together in my mouth now. I really shouldn't have done it that way. All that. If you vomit on camera, we would get like thousands of more views. You should vomit. And ruin any chance of them ever sending us a treat box again. I legit have a pretty strong stomach, dude. And that was some of the grossest shit I ever put in my mouth. I mean, I might as well lick the side of a fucking fish tank. That's literally what it tasted like. Yeah, or eight well, out Courtney Love. That's what I said. I bet it tastes just like that. But it's trytreats.com. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm pretty sure they wanted a better review than this. But it's trytreats.com if you want to get your own box and feel the world. Trytreats.com. Hey, do you know what it's like to lick the vagina of a dirty skank? Try trytreats.com and let the dreams come true. All right. I feel I feel gross, dude. I feel like you make me feel gross because your yeah. your reactions. I, like I, I actually was doing those uh, pregnancy sympathy things with you. Like you know, like sometimes like guys will have like empathy pains. I I could tell your face, and I didn't want. I, want you to I, eat I was experiencing so it, and I didn't like it. I would pay you money to eat this. I would never do it, no matter what. You you know I, me, dude. Like shit like that does not get to me. That's fucking dude. Well, look first at this. Of, I don't want to eat. Yeah, that's it squid skin. Yeah, it looks like uh, snake skin. I don't want to eat that. I don't want to eat anaconda's <laughs> backside. <laughs> anyway, I'm done. All with right, this. so the last thing we're gonna do here is uh, I've got this beer. Uh, Mike actually gave it to me. It's called Shotgun Wedding. It's a brown a brown ale aged on vanilla beans, which sounds oh so goddamn good because I know it's gonna be good because there's a fucking Ford truck from the 1940s. On the goddamn picture, which you know it's going to be good. This is from Country Boy Brewing, which is a local brewing company here in uh, Kentucky, which I know is going to taste like tobacco juice and broken dreams. So, real excited to do this. Uh, Let me go ahead and crack that open. So you guys heard it. Uh, Let me take a whiff of this. Oh, shit. Sunslow class. See, that's what happened. Oh, my God. No. Uh, I'm not going to lie because it's liquid. I may very much liquid vomit because, uh, again, I was explaining to them where this comes from. This is called shotgun wedding, which means that when you marry someone that's pregnant, she's a hooker and it's probably not your baby. Maury Povich is going to call you in two weeks. Either way, it's from Country Boy Brewing, which is a local brewing company in Lexington, Kentucky. I just spilled a little bit of it on my lap. It's fine. No big deal. It's fine. Uh, the smell, it smells like an old attic. Oh, God, <laughs> a bitch. 
Oh, dude, like I got because it spilled. It spilled out a little bit. Oh, dude, it smells like old oatmeal. And for those who don't, I've actually had that beer before, and it's if you like brown, like porters or whatever, it's like a oh. vanilla. It's a vanilla tasting brown yeah, that's beer. What it's it actually said. pretty no good. No vanilla in that smell. Pretty good, but you're gonna fucking hate it, dude. Oh, dude, it smells like old oatmeal. Like, oh, uh, like, first off, okay, so like, if you left out uh, corn pops, you know the cereal corn pops, and it was like old cereal that you left out, and you hadn't eaten it in two days. That's what that shit smells. Oh, dude, hold on, because because this just look, dude, hold on, I because I, I can't even look you right now. If I see you throw up, I'm a fucking totally this shit's throw liquid, up. dude. Like this shit could actually come up. Hold on a second. Let me. Oh, mean Gene. I'm going to take show, Paul Kogan's title down on Saturday night. Hold on. Show I'm trying to beer before you drink it. I'm trying to pump. Yeah, I did. Uh, look, oh, okay. Yeah, I said, you know, yeah. it's going to be good because they have an old fucking like uh, Ford truck. You know, it's going to be good. Look at that. <laughs> oh, dude. Wait a minute. Let me get. Oh, my God. Hold on. Oh, dude. I made a goddamn double, and I still can't get the fucking taste out of my mouth. Oh, dude, wait a minute. There's so much shit in that. Oh, my God. I can't believe they make this stuff, and I can't. Dude, there's... there's I, I may... Okay. <laughs> it, it literally might make me vomit, because I already feel kind of weird. It might make me vomit. Dude, don't... If you vomit, I will throw up all over my microphone right now. Okay. Hold on. Give me a second. Let me do some Lamaze. Oh, God. <laughs> Okay. All right. Oh, my God. All right. I'm not going to take a huge gulp of it, dude, because there's no... For... Oh, dude, if I even think about, like, taking a giant gulp in my mouth and swallowing it down like I'm in prison, like in fucking San Quentin, because <laughs> it smells like cum. All right. Hold on. It smells like <laughs> vanilla cum. What kind of cum have you been doing? Like vanilla cum. Like someone has some, like, fucking, like, you know, maybe they ate Mentos. Is that what I smell sex and candy is about? Maybe. Yeah. I smell sex right. and candy. Oh, dude. Oh, here. My stomach is real. Okay. Oh. Oh. <sighs> it's good, right? Great skull compels you. <laughs> this is actually making me feel better. I thought it made me feel worse. <laughs> oh, we lost the earbud. It was so fucking deceitful. <laughs> it was so deceitful because it promised you something and then it took it away. There was like vanilla yet. Like it was vanilla at first. Vanilla. It was vanilla at first. I made scramby eggs. And then Satan came up with a skeleton horse and stabbed you right in the fucking face, dude. Oh my god, that is the worst tasting fucking pure pure beer. Give me a pure. I can smell it on my fucking fingers still. It's so gross, dude. Oh my god, dude. 
that like if you went to hell and you were destined to lick satan's asshole for the rest of your life it would taste like vanilla at first maybe and then it would just be like shit Mm -mm. calm it down dude no way i'm not gonna lie to you right now together here karate kid keep it together god stop putting my finger on my fucking nose dude it smells like an octopus's asshole in this fucking room right now this is the worst fucking stream I just wanna, ever. I, I actually just want to curl up with some pillows and act like I didn't just get raped in the mouth. I want to go away, Wayne. No. That was, a, that was a good time. This is what I look forward to the best. This was wow, really fun. Was so nasty. Oh. I had a great time. Uh. Oh, damn. I actually, dude, I actually. No, but I, I'm like one of those people that want to poke the scab. I want to. Oh. I was like, I'll take another drink because it's not true. Well, I actually thought that, like, you throwing up was going to make me sick, you know, because of how I'm feeling right now. But uh, when you threw up, I laughed, and it actually made me feel better. But now that it's over with, and, like, the ride's the ride's just over with, and now that shit is set on my stomach, and it's just sitting on me, and I, all I can do is smell it right now, I'm actually, like, fearful that I might yak after the this. The fact that you even enjoy that makes you a sick man that needs the beer. No, the beer's fucking help. great. I could drink six of those things. You need therapy help. You have great times. No. Uh it's like you know, sucking off a fucking Jolly Green Giant and saying that you appreciate his massive cum load in your mouth. <laughs> what's what's special about you doing that is like most people like that beer. They just most people enjoyment. are fucking satanic cultists in Kentucky. <laughs> this is not true. That's a that's a Kentucky beer only. <laughs> no, it's a good beer. Oh fuck, man! This is the worst. This is the I worst. Like I, I, I really feel like I got like I was like walking on my way home, and I got beat up just for walking, walking down the street. They're like, "Hey, kid, come down this alleyway. This girl needs your help." And I was like, "Oh, I'm gonna be helping out." And they got beat, they beat me up, and then I'm walking back, and then I feel like Toby McGuire, like, "Oh, my back!" They stuck their vanilla <laughs> dick in your mouth. It's yeah, it was <laughs> Millie Vanilli. Girl, you know you like this dick. So, what would it take to get you to chug that entire fucking beer and not one just go down? No, I'm not doing it. I'm no. not saying you should. I'm just saying, what would it take you to? I don't know. I'm not. What if I told it. you that the Snyder verse was happening? Would you do it? Would you do it for the Snyder verse, kids? If I knew it for a fact, it was happening. But I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna base that on like we got this covered. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good call. No. That's a good fucking call, dude. Hey, Jagerblob says, the things you guys do for us, I love your faces. Hey, we, we love, love you guys. It's fun. I mean, you, you don't, you know, I, it's just not my flavor of beer. I mean, some people might enjoy it. You need to come over here and get you some of this squid dick skin. I don't want none of that. I already had it last night. I'm Dude, good. it fucking smells like I'm a full. fish queefed in here. It's disgusting. I went, I went to the Atlantic and I had plenty of fucking octopus skin. Oh god, this is the worst. Dude, I'm gonna save you some of this in a bag just mm-hmm. so you can smell it. Like you gotta smell I don't it. No, I, no, I can imagine. Smell it. Uh, 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 uh. uh Vinny C says, "What if Jay honks in the car?" <laughs> well, Jay's yeah. at home, so he doesn't have to get. Oh, he yeah. honks in the car. Hey, if you're gonna spew, yeah. spew into this, spew into this. <laughs> <laughs> what if he honks? That's in the why car, you dude? don't try weird shit in the car. <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna spew, spew into this. Oh man! Uh, hey guys, that's the stream. I'm, yeah. I'm checking to it's make sure we time, didn't miss any any supers. Um, that was the stream. That was fun until the end. Like I actually feel, I, and I'm not, I'm not, um, I'm not hyperboling right now, dude. I'm 100 percent honest with you. I actually feel sick to my stomach right now. I do. I feel. I, I, feel, like, I feel like ashamed of myself. 
I really need it to go away, dude. I need it to go away. I feel like I did a gay porn, and I only did it because I needed the money. And I'd I, rather do, you know, gay like porn. my butt's still sore, and like I'm like thinking about it in the car when I look at myself in the rearview mirror. Yeah, we all know that moment. We all know yeah. exactly. Yeah, it, it happened last week. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. So monthly situation that it's just part of mm-hmm. life. You know, you got to pay the bills. Michael Park. Michael Parton says the way you get sick reminds me of when I turned 21. <laughs> that was a dark night for a lot of us, my friend. Yeah. <clears throat> what are you, what yeah. Are you, I don't know what you're talking about. I had, I handled that shit like Wolverine. I, I didn't was do like well. fine. I, I like I went to a fight club afterwards. I beat somebody's ass. Not. I. <laughs> I did not. I did not get it. Colton no, says. Well, first off, if you I have a if you it. have a real good 21 birthday party, you don't remember it anyway. Like that's how you know you had a good 21 birthday party. Yeah. No, I, I remember I got like a fight with my sister. Not like a fist fight, obviously, but I got in a fight with her because I, I got really drunk and she yeah. was just being a bitch, but that's nothing new. I don't remember. Yeah. I don't think, I think I just passed out somewhere. I don't remember. I I really, if you told, if you asked me about my 21 birthday party, I don't even remember. Like nothing. Nothing. Cool. I'm trying to find your super chat, but I don't see it. Um, I don't see it anywhere, man. It's not pulling up. I don't know. Sorry, Cole. Go through. God. I don't know. I'm like way back in the chat now. I can't, I, 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 like, dude, I can't find was, it. Like, that was a that was a thick beer. Oh no, here I, it is. I found it. I found it. Said, "Hey guys, just got here. Have y'all played Evil Dead yet? It's so good. And what's Slenderman's thoughts of the new De- Daredevil series coming to Disney Plus?" <laughs> you look like uh, you look like Bill Cosby trying to come up with a lie on the stand. <laughs> I'm trying to get the fucking squid dust out of my fucking nose, or whatever the spicy triple squid in dust. Dick we call is. that. We call that Japanese cocaine. Oh, but hey, it's fucking no. It literally says seaweed, dude. It's ninety percent fucking seaweed. I know. I told. I told you it was seaweed, most likely. They like that shit. God, stop putting my hands on my fucking face. Anyways, what does Slenderman think? <laughs> no, well, I, to answer Colton's uh, uh, question there, hey guys, uh, have you all played Evil Dead yet? I I'm probably not gonna play Evil Dead. Uh, as far as play, you know, I don't got the money for it. But either way, um, I think what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna watch the uh, the FMV. Uh, and there's actually um, a couple of uh, YouTubers that have already put up the entire movie, um, on there. But it looks great. It looks incredible. I just I don't um I don't think I'll I'm gonna play it. Um, Mike and I actually had talked about doing a um video game stream with that but we can't really figure out the uh basics of that so it's but yeah so uh it looks good though it looks cool i just i'm probably not gonna play it um as far as like actually play it i played a couple rounds of it and i had fun and i I had had more fun playing the tutorial than i did the actual game here's my thing though when when it comes to these games like i appreciate them and i want to love them friday 13th game i think it's the coolest thing ever that that came out they did that, and we had some good times playing it. Dead by Daylight, I've never been able to get into. And Evil Dead, it's its own thing. They really do they do cool stuff with the nom- Necronomicon yeah. and being able to possess people. And then there's little stuff that that's cool. So if you like those kind of games, it's dope as fucking shit. But I played it a couple times, and I just realized that it's this is just not my kind of game. I love horror movies. It's fun for Evil Dead fans because it's so intricate in the universe of Evil Dead, yeah. and that's really fucking fun. And they but got the, the DLC for it, too. Yeah, but that just that kind of game for me is just so repetitive and like it doesn't really it just doesn't fit my style of like, you know, what I like to do. So I actually bought it and then realized I'm not going to play it and actually returned it when I realized we weren't going to do anything with it. 
I appreciate it. It's a really good game, really good graphics, but it's just not, I can't do the Dead by Daylight stuff. Like those games just do not keep my attention. You know what I think they should have done is um, what I think that I was the most disappointed by with the Evil Dead game is that, um, is that I thought it was going to be like, you guys remember back in the old Xbox days, the original Xbox days, like Fistful of Boomstick and uh, yeah. uh, Evil Dead Regeneration. I thought it was going to be like, you you could opt for a single player uh game where you could play the game as a, and they do know, have they, missions you can do on that they, they do player. but it's all based on online stuff and i i you know that's cool and you know they all you know we're all kumbaya together but i thought if they'd had a separate campaign where you could play the game offline or whatever and just do a the single campaign i would have been way more about it than uh you know you have to you know and i know that friday the 13th the video game was like that too but i'm just saying i think it's cool to have a single player campaign um available as well so yeah i you know so that took away a lot of the charge that i had for the game because i really did think it was going to be you can play with online you know there's an online multiplayer available that offers a different scenario if you play it that way or you can play the single player campaign and uh that's just not ultimately what they did but either way it looks cool though but i'm just i'm just probably going to watch the the movie on youtube um and as far as the Daredevil series coming to Disney Plus, well, you know, me think it's good. Uh, you know, finally a blind man uh, get him uh, justice. You know, him is a Lola, him a Lola, right? And him from Netflix. And they're like, no, 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 no. We is Disney Plus. You is Netflix. You smell like butt crack. We don't want you around here at oh, Charlie Cokes. And then guess what happened at Disney Plus? They said, well, you know well, Charlie Cox played that character pretty well. Let's go ahead and do the gig. And me hope it's so well. I me hope it goes so well. But at the same time, I mean, me is skeptical as all get out because Charlie <laughs> Cox doing the character again for Disney Plus. Well, how you going to do it? You going to do it like Red the PG-13? They going to go hand in hand with Mickey Mouse be doing that. So we'll see how it goes, but me be excited that Charlie Cox get have a chance in the film one more time. That's nice. <laughs> Guys, I gotta get out of this fucking room. I gotta get well, out of this gotta fucking leave. room. I gotta get yeah. away from this squid cock. We love your fucking faces. Thank you all so much for fucking showing up and hanging out with us tonight. As always, we'll be back with another scream next week. And uh, uh, the, if you guys missed any of this, the replays will be up. We'll leave this thing up for you guys to watch. And uh, I'm going to go throw up in a toilet. Probably not, but I might, depending on what happens next. My dogs wouldn't fucking eat this. No, maybe they would. That's not true. They would eat anyways, um, Anyways. I just, we love I hope- you guys, and thank you guys for hanging out with us tonight. It's been really a blast. Everybody Wang Chung tonight is what we're yeah, trying that's to say. Right. We love your fucking faces, guys. Good night! See you guys. Woo! Rick Flair. What are you going to do on October 31st? What are you going to do on October 31st? Here comes that white-faced fucker, an asshole like no other. He's a big old piece of shit. Wants to stab your sister's tits because he's a white-faced fucker. Loomis can't recover. Dr. Challenge drunk again. Sleeping with your sister's friends. Do you want to know about the darkness? I said, God damn. God damn, you I said, God damn. A lot of people don't know the darkness that goes inside their hearts. I said, God damn. God damn, you Michael. What are you going to do on October 31st?